I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Oh, God! Oh, please! Mike, how's your steam? All right, so Mike Steam's good. We have Steam, okay? Let's All right! Go. All right! Okay! Hello, welcome to Roast Mortem. Oh. My name oh, is Tom. I'm Travis. I will be your Cody for this evening. And I'm Mike. <laughs> Perfect. There he is! It's the bingo hour. It's the bingo hour you've been waiting for. Every Thursday, we come to you with the hottest news about yeah. something that happened a long time ago. All we the have chest. the news for you. Dude. <laughs> the olds. This is the most e-entertainment episode we're going to be doing, Tom, so I love your charisma. I shaved my chest for this episode. Did I <laughs> put my ass in the sun for an hour and a half. Covered in Crisco, just to listen to you talk about this guy. Yeah, well, I'm glad you did your research, because I sure did, too. But before we get into that, <laughs> um, how was everyone's week? Uh, was it smooth, creamy, crispy? Oh. What are we talking about? Travis, it's been a fantastic week. I'm so glad you asked. I feel really great. I don't know if I talked to you guys last week about how healthy I am. I'm continuing my health thing. I am growing my shoulders I'm becoming a man. Wow. I'm becoming a leader. And I'm doing it all by physical means. I'm not reading any books. I'm just <laughs> looking more like one. I mean, a best, the best leader doesn't eat uh, anything besides protein and doesn't read. Well, that's baby, a- that's what I've been doing. Just protein. I've been eating oatmeal in the morning with protein. Protein powder ah. mixed into my oatmeal because, like, guys. Next time I see you, I know we haven't been we haven't been hanging out because you guys live in the middle of far away. Uh, yeah. When you guys get up the airplane <laughs> and I pick you up at JFK or whatever, I'm gonna pick you up. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna hold me up like a little baby boy? That's what yeah. I've always wanted. Yeah, and if Wait. you both come in, I'm ready for both of you. Cody, Travis, one arm, <laughs> the other arm. Mike's gonna be there taking pictures, promo shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's what I'm doing. That's how I've been treating myself. Do you think you... Will you bring one of those, like, dad sashes? The little baby sash? I'm gonna put you... I'm gonna put both of you in red dresses. (laughs) I like where this is going. Kind of. It's gonna be sexy. So that's what I've been doing. Mike, how many dresses do you buy this week? For this event? Uh, A couple. I'm wearing one right now, but you guys can't see it. I look real good in it. Where's the waistline? Does it have... Uh, like a nice area for you to rest your pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> holds them real nice. Yeah, <laughs> there nice. you go. It's important for a dress. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a little, you know, air circulation. It's pretty hot out. Mike, you've been going back to work. Yeah, you you're an essential worker now. What essential, is that like? Critical, crucial. Uh, firstly, oh, I salute you. You're um, you are a hero. Yeah, yeah. kind of like back to normal. It's been actually pretty busy. More you wearing a mask. I was actually still yeah I I am when people come in like customers come because there's a the storefront's not open but to like help them like outside which kind Good of for blows, you, man. but mm. I don't know like 
I took I told you guys last week like some lady sneezed on the iPad. Right, but we didn't yeah, get. Like, I didn't. You didn't really paint a picture of what it's like to be back at work now that you're a hero. Uh. I mean, do you guys actually use grip tape anymore, or do you just squeeze someone that has coronavirus because it's so spiky onto your skateboards? Yeah. Yeah, I could. I mean, I never. I mean, still like use grip, grip tape. tape. Nah. But I never squeeze. I never squeeze the human. Onto a skateboard. That's before. sad. Okay, I thought you were just gonna be like, I've never hugged. I've never hugged anyone. Yeah, Mike like, has oh, never man. embraced anyone. <laughs> the that saddest. Be good. I don't know. I've been, uh... That'd be hilarious if Mike hugs a bitch and he's like, "Ah, eh, grip tape would be better." <laughs> you know, I will say, I there's people that uh, before the quarantine happened. There's a story. This guy didn't know how to apply grip tape, and what you're supposed to do to like. You get air bubbles if you don't do it right. So he was trying to like, get the air bubbles out with his hand by rubbing his hand against the grip tape oh, as hard as he good. could. And he literally like saw it, like he just like filed his skin down to where he was bleeding all over the skateboard. Oh. And I was like, Yo, what are you doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to get the air bubbles out. And I'm like, you just you just poke it with a little like razor blade. And he was like, oh, it was like a grown man. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> His hands were literally bleeding. <laughs> what a dump. Wow, uh, Cody, what about you? I was uh, fucking eating spam fried rice last night. Enj Im immensely enjoying it. I'm in my own world. Hawaii, you have to. The six yeah. o'clock spam fried rice. Oh, yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a fucking treat. I'm, uh, you know, shoveling it down as you do. And then some fucking idiot bitch comes to my back door, not my front door, and it's just like I'm signing petitions to change our uh, our cable provider's monthly rates for the area. And no mask, pokes her head through my like fucking sliding glass door, and I wanted to take the door and just like fucking <laughs> Close it. decapitate her with it because she wasn't wearing a mask. Oh, I'm just, and, you yeah. know, and she like hands me the clipboard and pen like, through the door, and I'm like, oh, thanks, and I literally, like, take it to my kitchen and hose it down with bleach as she's, like, watching me and, like, trying to give her, like, the the dirty eye hint, like, <laughs> fuck off! doing this, yeah. And I fucking yeah, scrawl my, you know, I, I fucking literally just carve nonsense <laughs> on where I was supposed to sign and give it back to her. Hey, my name's Dingo Bladderby. I don't want to play so much for cable. Thanks so much for coming by. <laughs> Here's the date. Uh, uh, right. Some fucking people, man. So Cody's yeah. been infiltrated by the Karangas. Yeah. yeah, if you don't see me on the next episode, maybe I died, but whatever. ISP providing 5G. Valuable. Travis, I usually don't care. So do you guys want to start with the episode? Dude, I'm in the master and commander here. I am the captain of the ship. You can't start shit without me, so you better ask me how my week is. All right. How's your week, Travis? <laughs> I'm forcing you to. I'm holding I'm holding the show fucking hostage. I like that I <laughs> still am the editor. So continue, <laughs> Travis. Uh, you can bleep all this out. <laughs> if not, I could ask our other editors. Wick is a fantastic... He takes notes. He knows what's up. There you go. Zwick knows that I would send Papa John's after him. But anyway, um, what was my week? I went to the doctor. I had a checkup. A little checkup. Checkup on that. Trying sure. to get this little, sure. trying to get this little hernia fixed. You know, my organs are falling out of my body. Uh, but I went to a doctor, and I think it was one of the most, like, Portland, West, West Coast doctors I could imagine because 
Usually when you're a large man, uh, you go to the doctor and they berate you. It's like a <laughs> it's a roast. Yeah, and you yeah. say you, oh, yeah. you I used to hate that. Yeah, you say you smoke and then you're overweight and they're like, "You ever think about quitting? You ever think about stop eating forever?" You're so brutally honest, I hate it. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. dude, I'm fucking fat. I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I want to lose weight, but like, you can't fucking shame me into losing weight. I like, just see Travis with his ass hanging out of a paper gown. <laughs> like, you can't shame me for this. So I had to, I, I got, I, the doctor was fantastic. It was my new primary, but he's also a big, chunky dude. So I'm I'm I go, I go in there I'm automatically on defense mode because you know you walk in the dog I'm sorry I'm fat I don't know it's my genetics it's, I'm sorry yeah, you're an know. unhealthy bastard yeah <laughs> but you have to go in there apologizing that you're unhealthy because he's are their doctor right uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay so I, I went in there and I'm like oh, I've had this hernia I haven't been able to work out and like oh, yeah, I kind of wish I could work out again he's like dude I don't care I'm a big chunky guy this is a body positive space. Wow. Yeah, that's so progressive of him. So progressive yeah, that this. he's going to yeah. kill you by giving you softballs. No. What a great dog. No, because <laughs> fantastic. He, no, because he said that I could talk to the special optrician person if I wanted to or whatever. What are they going to do? Put stockings on you and tell you you're beautiful? No, what is this shit? He said I could be on weight loss pills cuz that's, you know, whatever. I'm like, I don't want Those to. Those don't work. Yeah, Just I don't want to. Speed. Speed is easy, and you can stay up all night doing cool shit. I know. Well, that's what I told him. And I, well, all right. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. So, so he's no. He's like, you. You know what? Don't worry about it. Be fat, like clog your arteries. That's cool. I love it. Me too. Um, oh, shit. But then I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I have because I have some anxiety, right? Now, this is a, I'm, you guys aren't my therapist, but I, I have a Xanax prescription. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, buddy, Xanax. You're morbidly oh. obese, but I can't give you Xanax. So what do he give you instead? I don't know. He probably he just like go smoke weed or something. It's Portland. I'm All like, right. oh, weed cool. makes me yeah. die in the Civil War. But All no, right, so Travis, I, you're I'll going prob- clean then. I'll probably get my Xanax. I just got to meet him again. Be like, trust me, guy. I need this. I need to be calm sometimes. I need the Xannies. <laughs> sometimes. Xannians. But wow. anyway, uh, so you got to bring in like Zanians. a bonsai tree and like butcher it in front of him. Yeah, and be like, this is how I come. Yeah, so that was my West Coast doctor's appointment. Wow. All right. So look tra- at that. Mike's out there being that a hero. Travis is weak. Cody hates when people ask him to sign petitions to Don't forget stop the rice. police brutality. Um, <laughs> uh, Travis just gonna stay fat, and I'm gonna be a different type of hero. I'm gonna be a people's person. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's how I sum it up. That's what right. I heard. I don't know. Did you guys hear anything else? That's what I heard. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't know. <laughs> Travis. I am a hero, I must say. I know for a fact, because we talk all the time, sometimes uh-huh. before the episodes and definitely after, we're doing a fun one tonight. So who is on Slabman? Oh, my God, on Slabman.com. Yes, I am yes. so excited for this. Uh, so tonight we are talking about the absolute dregs of modern society. Oh, yeah? None other than Bill Clinton. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty bad. Kardashians! Oh, those! Yeah! Oh, my favorite. Those, those human eels. <laughs> <laughs> KimKSuperstar.com. <So, laughs> so I'm very excited. Specifically, we're talking about 
uh, the sperm bank of a man that shot his man cream into one of the most worthless individuals. Johnny None Sins. other than Robert Kardashian. Oh, boo that guy for doing the things he did. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So this is fun because we're, uh, Travis, we don't really do this so much. Where we're, we're using Robert Kardashian as a human springboard to <laughs> shit on currently living people. And yes, there might be some passe, like, yeah, Slayer made shirts that said kill the Kardashians or whatever it is. I like those shirts. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, yeah, it's bo- like it's not very punk rock at this point because it's everywhere. But you did research. You didn't just write a slogan. You, you did feel? real work. You okay? I'm not you a okay? carry king. I don't have tribal tattoos on my head. And yeah, so I, uh, so yeah, this is interesting. We're roasting people that are, I mean, we're kind of roasting by proxy people that are still alive and still famous. So I would go tell everyone to share this as much as possible so we get a cease and desist. I'd love Please. that. Please. That would oh. make my week. Oh. And also to help us cover our ass, I did do research. I'm not just spewing nonsense. And my research came from a guy named Jerry Oppenheimer and his book, The Kardashians in American Drama. So there we go. Bibliography done. This is a real Sick. report. I get fucking hot when Travis does bibliography. Busty do doesn't even do that shit. Nope. Tom's doing his spaghetti dance over here. We're a they sp- steal our shirts, though. We're a smart podcast. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm so smart. So, without further ado, Robert J. Mm-hmm. Kardashian was born. Sorry, Robert G. Kardashian. Get those two mixed up because, uh, <laughs> you know. The dyslexia. Dyslexia. He was born February 22nd, 1944, in the city of failure, Los Angeles. Yeah. He was born to two Armenian immigrants. Arthur and Helen Kardashian. Good start. Good start. People have races. I'm just yep. going to say to show their patriotism and also the fact that February 22nd is none other than G. Washington, G. Unit, the man, George Washington, mm. his birthday. So the G starts stands for George. Oh, great. Oh, that's cool. So we got Robert George Washington Kardashian born to two immigrant parents. And the Kardashian parents were able to so- were able to climb the social ladder to upper middle class pretty quickly, th- thanks to a successful and very very shady company called the Great Western Meat Packing Company. Ooh, <laughs> scandalous already! Yes, we're t- going to be talking about a lot of meat in this episode. Nice and packing of it. T- uh, Cody, you mentioned you like spam. Uh, maybe mm. it's born here. Uh, you know how tightly Whoa. spacked Pam is? Spam is? Into that little uh, canister? I yeah. have several of V-tight. them, thanks to Cody. V-tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this Great Western Meat Packing Company was located in California's grimiest, rusting hellhole of a city mm-hmm. named Vernon. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Vernon, city of Vernon, which is located near L.A., um, so I kind of think this place is sort of like the inspiration and like the setting of the 80s movie Brazil, where it's just like a bunch of factories and like seeping chemical and biological wastes. Yeah. Toxic clouds billowing smoke, you know? Mike, I highly recommend watching that one. Yeah. Yeah. Danny DeVito or Rob Martin Scorsese or uh, what's no. the other one? 
Terry yeah. Gilliam directs Dana it. Dana Yeah. I forget the guy who stars in it, but um, Robert Johnson. De Niro's in That's it. That's the one. Um, uh, Martin Scorsese. Bob Hoskins in it. Uh, Michael Palin. It's a good one. But anyway, so this toxic wasteland of Vernon, California yeah. is a great place to package your steaks and ground beef. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so businesses in Vernon, let's say, didn't operate to health codes. Uh, the Kardashians and their competitors were constantly paying off the U.S. Department of Agriculture to turn a blind eye. Ugh. <laughs> Already with it. Yes. Some rotting meat. Yeah. So things from as simple as bumping up the USDA grading on their beef. You know how like it says like choice, select, yeah. premium, like those things. They'd be I like, I don't even know how that hierarchy goes. Choice it sounds like a good choice, but it's actually a terrible choice. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like genuine leather. Yes. Right. So time you're saying <laughs> choice is terrible, they'd take something that's choice and all of a sudden it'd be premium because they paid someone off. Right. Great. There's mm. teeth in my meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so other things that they would do, paying off these uh, Department of Agriculture dudes, was they would straight up just tell them to play dumb when uh, their meat fed, when their meat was found with tapeworms or infested with maggots. Ew. <laughs> no, just just play dumb. Yeah. It's kind of like a old. Um, it's like a lottery. You know. Like, if you're a meat inspector yeah. and you go to one of their factories, and if they're having a good day, you kind of wish you weren't there. But if they're having a bad day, you know you're going to get paid off. <laughs> yeah, it's like a scratch card. It's like a scratch off. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you get excited when you see those maggots, motherfucker. Oh, yay. That's $1,000 in 1920 money. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> so this was a pretty gross thing that I found out. With they, and apparently, I think they still do stuff similar to this. I mean, there's not so many uh, pounds that gas their pets. But the Kardashians would go and wrangle up gassed pets from the pound, then and. render them down in a grinder and sell the paste as animal feed. No way. Dog really? eat dog world. Yeah. That's still like common practice it's today. Recycling. Yeah, they do stuff like that similar, but I just, nowadays it was literally like they'd go, or sorry, back then it was literally they'd go to their local pound and be like, what you got for me? You got a cat? You got two dogs? <laughs> Give me that great thing. I got 80 canes to fill. <laughs> yeah. So that that's right. That premium steak that you're feeding little Timmy probably has tapeworm parts of your long lost cat tinkles. And oops, it fell into the lead paint right that was being produced right next door yeah. to the Kardashian factory. <laughs> <laughs> that's why taquitos have that spice, right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. When, when you drop them on the floor, it gets all the you know the dust you want. It that's keeps you human. We are from the earth, and we shall return to the, the earth. immune system. Right. Why go. not remind yourself where you're going later? Yeah. Nothing but maggots. You're going to be maggot food. Full circle, baby. That is true. Yeah. Uh, so the comp competition in Vernon was pretty tough. Uh, the Kardashians had to compete with mainly Jewish folks, which made them extremely anti-Semitic. I mean, Armenians already are kind of anti-Semitic. That's a long thing I don't need to go into, but... No. But Travis, I would love you to go into that. The culture in Armenia is is very I don't like the Jews. <laughs> Already. Really believe the Holocaust never happened. Well, the thing is is that Turkish people killed a bunch of Armenian people. Uh they had their own genocide. 
Yeah. But just like Jews, Armenians are pretty crummy people. How do I know this? <laughs> I am a Jew, and I have Armenian friends. Crummy people. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of angry tweets were just deleted in draft before you said uh, you were Jewish. <laughs> so the Kardashian family was also connected to the Armenian Mafia, which I did not know existed, but there was an Armenian uh, Mafia. Well, we all got Mafias. They also were connected to the Italian Mafia somehow, because I think kind of it's, hey. it's hard to tell the difference between a Sicilian and an Armenian. So, like, I don't know. They all kind of fit in. Okay, so the Kardashians mm -hmm. would use both the Armenians and the Italian Mafia um, to hire thugs to suppress unions, uh, using knuckle sandwiches or pasta shooters or whatever the joke. Chin music. I don't know too much about Armenia, so I can't make a, a racial joke about it. <laughs> John Peters calling to the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so in a family, usually the oldest brother gets guilted into taking over whatever family business it is. Uh, and luckily for Robert, uh, he had an older brother, Tom. So Tom... Also, he had a sister, but this is 1940s Armenians, and we're not, that's a woman. It's not taking over the business. Right. So he had, yeah, the family had a bargaining chip. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Nice. So this took some of the weight off of Robert's shoulders. You know, as a son of an immigrant, he's like, I don't need to take over the business. But he still had immense pressure to succeed. And to Robert's defense, succeed, he did. I want to say okay. this before I keep going. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, Robert Kardashian is not the worst dude in the in, in the world. I think he's the definition of a rube. This guy is a stooge. Like he's just. I like that. You know? It's a good like, old old timey insults. Yeah, really get me going. <laughs> you, you fucking rube. You're a stooge. You're an herb. Yeah, <laughs> love all that yeah, stuff. What the fuck does that shit mean? You don't even need to worry about it, Mike. You're too young. You will, you'll, you'll get it when you grow up. <laughs> what kind of answer Johnny is that? Sims. We're an educational podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a Rube? Was he a Rubik's Cube? Yeah, he's a Rubik's Cube. Stooge? Yeah, he's a Rubik's, yeah, he's a Rubik's Cube. Cube. Yep. I, I, a Stooge, it. I can only guess he's a clown. Is he like a fucking, just like a joke then? He's not. He's a pushover. Simp. He's a simp. Yeah, he's a yeah, simp. He's Thanks. a simp. Wow. There we go. Bringing it back to the, to the Zoomers. Talking to the new generation. <laughs> uh, to young listeners. All right, there. so Simp Boy, uh, mm. thanks to a bit of black market meat dealing that his father, Arthur, was able to scam Ew. during World War II, um, because, you know, like, there was rationing and shit going on. Arthur was, like, legitimately had a black market meat scam going on, you know? How'd that work? <laughs> Um, it was literally like, oh, you, oh, guess what, uh, Deborah, your wife is overseas, and, uh, you want- Deborah, your wife is overseas. <laughs> yeah. Deborah, your <laughs> wife is overseas in a very progressive 1940s family. Um, okay. you want to feed, uh, little Billy, uh, potatoes all week? No, I, you can buy this $60 steak that you can ration, you know, at a deal. Not a bad deal. Yeah. Only rotting a little bit, what right? What the fuck are you guys talking about? You just pitched a sixty dollars steak to someone in nineteen forty when a when a cook steak at a restaurant was three dollars. All right, what the fuck are you talking about? So he's buying it, for, he's selling it for fifty cents. There you go, undercutting. Okay, he's scalping. He's the original Omaha steaks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're okay. Like they're okay. They're not that much cheaper than regular steaks. 
But if the government asks you what you've been eating, you say apples. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oats. And I think you can write off Omaha Steaks on a business return. As like I can. Expenses. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me that I've been doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Arthur's got this extra cash, and he sends his boys, Tom and Robert, to California Military Academy. Uh, so here, Robert excels in school. Uh, he was one of those weenies that did every single extracurricular. Everyone liked him. Just like uh, one of those fucking fucker. dickheads. I used to be yeah, one you're of those a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. In the fourth grade, you could do extra credit before the school day even started. I did it every day. To the point where the teacher one time took it off of my desk too early before I got the wrote the answer down. Uh, and she was just like, oh, I'm sorry. You're usually so quick with this. And I'm just like, I had decaf this morning, bitch. I can't believe we're friends. Well, it's weird. It's weird. Well, Cody, right? I, I feel like you got like half the equation. Not to say that you weren't. Like a good guy in high school. But this dude... I was talking fourth grade shit, okay, for sure. But this dude actually won best dressed. And also... Ooh. also Yeah, so he's not me. Also, not a me. good one that I I don't think they even do this in yearbooks anymore. Best overall. Best all around. I'm sorry. Oh, that that's a mis- that's a typo. He had the best overalls <laughs> yeah, that right. he got best dressed <laughs> with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back then they wear, they wear those little uh, white overalls and do... Um, do stage plays, you know, singing songs and stuff with little hats on. <laughs> Best overalls. Robert Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Cody, you got the whole, like, show up, do the extracurriculars. This guy's, like, like killing it, like, slaying pussies in high school. Like, hey, I'm on the lacrosse yeah. team, but I'm also doing, guess what? I could paint a picture of a penis really good in art school. So, good. yay. Sounds like me in high school. Yeah, it does sound like you hmm. in high school. It sounds like dicks. me in high school too. <laughs> who does? Who didn't draw penises in high school? Oh, that's. I got suspended one time for it. You got suspended for penises? Wow. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. Well, that was in junior high, not in high school. But tell us Even really better. quick what happened. I want to know. Uh, I threw a. I, I drew a picture of a parachuting dick because that movie Superbad <laughs> had just come out, and that was like the, all the rage at school was like drawing dicks. So yeah. I threw it into a tennis court. And like the supervisor saw it at, at recess, and like he went in and like picked it up and like brought it to the group of people and was like, "Who drew this? Who drew this? Uh, this is disgusting." And like I was like, "I, I drew it." <laughs> I got detention. Why'd you confess, Mike? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't at first, but then they like they like narrowed it down to me and my friend Nick. And they started going through my like my binders and my notebooks. Dude, this is like, a, it's like yeah, this, this ink matches this paper. Like they try to go like CSI on me, and I was like, you got uh, me. That, These yeah, mouth no. breathers are not gonna look at the ink versus the paper. They're just gonna realize that you've been drawing a lot of dicks <laughs> and accuse you. Yeah, this this teacher straight up like Gestapoed you. He was like, you will yeah. you'll either give up your friend or you will admit it is you. We will go through all of your documents. We will find the penis. <clears throat> Chances are, if you drew I an, mean, un- it wasn't really wrong. Well, if you drew an uncircumcised penis, it would have been fine. Okay, well, you just be like, that's yeah. free expression. Yeah, like, cocksucker. Yeah, well, I litter. Ha- I litter. That's why yeah. I that's wrong. the only thing he had you on is the littering. Fuck so at that littering. point, the penis is moot. Yeah. Penis is but mood. he didn't care about that. He cared about the drawing more than anything. You yeah, created he, jobs. You didn't litter. Yeah. I was creating art. There you go. Right. for my friends. So Kardashian's super popular. He's popular with the ladies. He has a thing for Armenian girls. Wow. Great I wouldn't segue. guess because, you know, he's Armenian. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um, 
so there was one thing that Robert always wanted to do, but he couldn't, and that was play football. Robert wow. was a little tiny weenie man who later on in life would wear platform shoes to make himself look bigger. Oh, <laughs> nice. He's 70s. Armweenian. Yeah, Armweenian. So he did play JV football in high school, and he was a quarterback, but he really sucked at chucking around the old pigged skin. Damn. So he didn't really pursue wow. it as much as he, you know, wanted to. All right, so... Going beast mode. Robert, uh, eventually, you know, this was like a, I guess, like a primary school for military things. He was at the military school. And then he went to Dorset High School, which he graduated from right when the Vietnam War was kicking off. Ah, oh, good times. Yes. So he rushed his ass to college to get that deferral. Nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't, you know, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, why not? Mm. Um, so him and him and his lifelong friend Larry Kane Cranes, sorry, Larry Cranes went to the mm -hmm. University of Southern California, USC. I got accepted there and then didn't go. Ah. How was it not going? <laughs> the commute was shorter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Robert was determined to make it on the USC football team, which is one of the best football teams in the country. I'm not into college Football, but apparently wow. USC is like one of the big ones. They're Spartans, I think. Mm, is their yeah. mascot. Yeah. Uh, so somehow he managed to get the position of manager. Not the real manager, of course, because this is college football. It's a big deal. They have like professional people come in and manage them and coaches. Just the uh -huh. student manager. So... Uh, Oh, yeah. like, an like an assistant coach kind of thing? Well, assistant manager. as one of his friends said, he was the glorified water boy, and he, <laughs> he was the prototypical hanger-on position. So he'd just show up and be oh. like, oh, you guys did a great job. Can we go out and have a kegger at Ladies Fraternity? Kappa, 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 Jamal. Yeah, Ladies Fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he's like uh, he's like a little butt kisser. He wants to hang out with like the football kids, but he's like too much too much of a short little idiot to do that. Brown noser. Yeah. Brown noser. But yeah, like this was Robert Kardashian. He was constantly hanging on to more important people than himself. And especially football players. And when it came to hanging on and having a very good friend, uh he met like the best football player of all time, uh OJ Simpson. Oh. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Okay, His buddy. yeah, buddy, real tight with the juice, juice. So OJ also graduated from USC, and this was a few years before Robert. But they met a little bit later on in life, and uh, they oh. just became little best friends. I just learned I got accepted into the same college as OJ Simpson. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Okay. O.J. Simpson is an American hero, by the way. I will get probably get into it later a bit, a bit more, but yeah, okay, he's right he up there with Johnny football. Sins. Well, he was good at a lot of things. It's good with the neoprene wetsuit. Mm -hmm. Great at getting what he wants and getting rid of what he doesn't. So, <laughs> what? Let's keep going, Travis. I know that's going to come up again. So, so might as well. So, uh, I talked a little bit about um, the Kardashian parents and how they were immigrants, and usually when you <sighs> when you have an immigrant parents, they try to teach their sons and daughters like the value of a dollar. Hard work. Yeah, hard yeah. work, the value yeah. of a dollar. We came from another country. We're in America. America's capitalist. You got to work for that shit. You know? Yeah. That's why everyone yeah. should marry an immigrant. Or have an OnlyFans account. Yeah. Yeah. Of an immigrant. 
<laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, growing up, Robert and Tom Kardashian, they were never really like, yeah, they were upper middle class, but they never were like living this extravagant life, right? They didn't live in the rich part of town. They lived in like a nice house. You know, they had things that they needed. Um, but Tom and Rob Kardashian grew up to be the ultimate L.A. yuppie douchebags. Oh, cool. Right? So everything that their parents were teaching them went right out the window. Um, mm. So Tom... I can see it. Yeah. Tom takes over the meat packing company because he's the, the first child. And Robert heads off to become a lawyer. And both of them start buying fancy cars. Rolls Royce was the one that they loved to cruise around in. Oh, great. Yeah. Which is stupid because if you know anything about Rolls Royces, you buy those when you have a driver. Yeah. That's what they're meant. They're meant mm. for a driver. Yeah. <laughs> so they would drive the Rolls Royce around? Yeah. They would drive right around <laughs> driving the Rolls Royce. They take turns. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Mike with the solution. <laughs> Tommy, you're a driver today. I'm. I want to go to the Sliz Factory. Oh, God. That's like the old, old spaghetti factory, but for Sliz. Right. <laughs> uh, which I've never been to an old spaghetti factory. I really should. I mean, it's kind of. You should. We should do a trip. Yeah. You and That'd I. Cool. Uh, Cody, would you like to come? Mike. Uh, yeah. Mike, no you're there. Go. You, you're going to be our driver. I'm going to rent a Rolls yes, Royce, yes. and you're going to crash it into something. <laughs> I always wanted to crash something. Well, I mean, the yeah. Old Spaghetti Factory is pretty much the most Italian place you can go besides Olive Garden, which is also like uh, Outback, which is authentic. Did you know the bread is endless there? That's how you know it's a real Italian <laughs> yeah. place. Mm -hmm. so the, it's not the watermelon they serve. These two yuppies, Tom and Robert, would buy designer clothes, the Rolls Royce, They'd hit all like the hot spots in L.A. with their friend O.J. Simpson in tow, or I guess they were in tow of O.J. Um, they also, the two brothers, rented a Beverly Hills bachelor pad together, um, and they were one of L.A.'s most eligible bachelors on the prowl for that, what I mentioned before, the Sliz, at the Sliz factory. So, what, is that like a documented thing? Was that a contest? Like, most eligible bachelor. I don't know. Oh, that's, yeah, always. that's like in the gossip fucking column. Yeah, this it's is... just like, this guy's rich. Suck his dick. Maybe you might get some of his rich. Yeah. He'll send you home. This is like the, the 60s, 70s. <laughs> like, there's really nothing to report on. Like, besides, like, Vietnam. Like, there's nothing going yeah. on. There's like oh, nothing, my, absolutely my, nothing. My the Vietnam stuff gets boring. a goofy shit. Yeah. So did I miss it? Where are they getting all the monies for uh, Sliz and Rolls Royce? So like, Meat well, packing. so like the Kardashians had a lot of money, like the family did, but but okay. they were frugal with it. They were smart, you know. Uh, I mean, right. it might be shady you. money, but like they, you know, they're not dishing it out, you know, willy nilly. And the second Tom takes over the business, he's just like, all right, bro, here you go, Rolls Royce for you. And like now, Robert Kardashian's a lawyer, so he's making money. You know? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> right. Um, hmm. But then, disaster hits the Kardashian family. Oh, oh no. No. Mama me. In the early 1970s, <laughs> in the early 1970s, federal prosecutors began to scoop out the shady dealings and health code violations in Vernon, California, where the mm. uh, scummy company Great Western Packing was. <laughs> Kardashians. Mm. So on March 19th, uh, I wrote 1670, 
74. That's not the right date. 1974. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Uh, March 19th, 1974, the hammer came down, and the FBI went to the Great Western Packing Company, cuffed 33-year-old Tom Kardashian, and arrested him because he offered bribes to a USDA inspector. Oh, fuck. I will never not think the word packing is funny. <laughs> it's good. It's Yeah. It's innocuous, but when like a grown ass man says it, it's implicative. Like like we have so many synonyms at our use right. for packing unless it means well, what you implying it to yeah, me. Yeah, also it's like this guy like I just imagine like the whole scene is just funny even though there's no comedy written into it. It's like Hello, we're from the government. We're here to see how the packing's been. <laughs> the guy's like, you should step this way right now because you we have the finest packing that you could see in all the packing industries. And they're just talking about packing with a hard P the entire time. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta pack it up. Yeah, man, you gotta pack it up. And, and then make they're sure like... packing in it. And the end of it is just like, you're going to jail because you're... Packing was done wrong. <laughs> I feel like every time you Perfect. said it, like my brain snapped back to like fourteen-year-old boy self, and I had like a little <laughs> giggle in my head. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm pretty much a child in my yeah. head. Sometimes I'm an adult child. I'm yeah irresponsible and well, I have a podcast, man. Dude, I just bought yeah, a right? I bought a dagger, and the hilt is uh, a penis, which I'm still waiting Fox for. Dagger, that's very fun. Yeah. Uh, so this arrest was a huge hit on the family. Uh, Robert was especially rattled. I mean, it didn't happen to him, but uh, he felt like he needs to make some changes in his life. Big changes. Uh, he needed to wash away all the sins committed by his family. And it just so happened that in the 1970s, it was the height of the conservative movement called the Jesus Movement. What? I've never heard yes, of this. The 1970s Jesus Movement. And Robert would become one of their biggest followers. Oh, yeah. There was a lot that of works. Jesus, a lot of Jesus stuff happening in the seventies because that was kind of a, like a reply to the whole hippie movement. Yeah, because the hippie yeah. movement was just a bunch of retards going free love, free this, free that, outside thinking, but with no direction whatsoever. Right. So then, people who grew up with conservative parents who had, who glommed onto that for a few years were like, they felt like they didn't have any direction. So it was prime Jesus. for a lot of people to like go be Jesus folks. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Jesus movement, uh, but before we do, I kind of just wanted to talk about what happened to Tom Kardashian because, man, this guy lands on his dick. If you know what I mean, in a good way. Like you land on no. your dick in a good well, way. Yeah. How? I can't imagine. Don't worry about it. Unless it's like you're you're landing on an open vagina, it usually ends in. Tom, bad. Uh, Cody, uh, words are meant to be broken. That's the catchphrase that I made. Now, okay. Um, word words are made to be broken. God damn. <laughs> So, I actually wrote a great thing here, uh, uh, another words are meant to be broken moment in my script. As they, as they say, shit always <laughs> lands on its two feet. So, Tom, uh, he okay. pled guilty to a felony. <laughs> he pled guilty to a felony to avoid jail time. So, he's like, oh, you got me. I'm not going to jail. Oops. Um, now, boo-hoo, he's marked as a felon, right? Uh 
He's right. a felon. Okay. Somehow he ended up becoming president of public storage. Oh. Yeah, a, a felon, right? Okay, sure. And in. And in 1993, the Kardashians were somehow able to give the right political tuggies, and George mm. George H. W. Bush pardoned Tom Kardashian, wiping his felony clean. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God that a clean yeah. American who's just packing. Yeah. 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 I pa I pack stuff all the time. Yeah. You'd be surprised <laughs> what you fit into a box. Well, man, it's whole big deck. <laughs> the whole deck, yeah. You working at a skate shop, you've probably put a lot of decks, yeah. packed a lot of decks into boxes. A big veiny, that, veiny oh, yeah. deck. Yeah. Big deck energy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ten inches wide sometimes. Too big for the box. Stretches it out. I fucking hate that. Yeah, and then the, somebody oh. needs to use the box later, and they're like, wow, it's too stretched out. Gotta throw this out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I jump into the dumpster. Yeah. Ooh, man. Uh, uh Ooh. A little dumpster wow. dog after work. Dumpster's a box in itself. Yeah. Heart. Sorry, I got you guys off course. Hard box. Oh, it's okay, Mike. I mean, look, man, we're we're all distanced out. We're all packing our voices over <laughs> the broadband right now. And it sometimes well you one. gotta pack it in there, and it's not really a cutting off. It's just well, who gets yeah. there first. So if you don't pack it, it it's it moves around in the box. Yeah, your, your meat. You need to pack your. That's meat That's why the tight. bubble wrap comes in handy. So just to keep this yeah, conversation relevant, because um, Tom, <laughs> I'm, uh, or uh, because Mike, thank you for telling me that he was a simp. I, you know, what is a simp? I don't understand. He's a rube. He's a goof. Um, so can you guys name what human skid mark of a man gave George Bush Senior the list of pardons? That he eventually pardoned in 1993 that included the Tom Kardashian. Roy Cohn. No. That would be my guess. Too. No. You got one? Mike? Uh, I have no idea. It wasn't John Sins. No, John Sins? No. Uh, it beats me. It was none other than the baby from the sitcom Dinosaurs, George Bush's attorney general, William Barr. Oh, oh I almost God. knew that one. It was on the tip of my tongue. He's been yeah, in the news. Same. <laughs> well, congratulations, Mike. You have um, <laughs> learned a lot. So anyway, uh, Tom Kardashian went on to become a business guru, coaching presidents and CEOs how to run oh. their business. Because you know it's great to get advice from an ex-felon that was literally cuffed out of their own business. What's that, guru? Yeah. Sure. All right, so back to Robert. Uh, so good old Robbie stumbled his way right into the Jesus movement of the 1970s. Okay. Now, this was pretty much the beginnings of the conservative right that we're, unfortunately has become the oligarchy of America today. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no jokes here. No jokes there. Uh, You're not wrong. Interestingly enough, uh, this whole movement didn't start with Jesus-fearing Bible thumpers. It started with rich elites of Hollywood that Weird. started this whole mess that we have nowadays. Uh, Robert uh, was born again and baptized in the Pacific Ocean at Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa. You are obviously not West Coast enough. Yeah, yeah. it's a mess. It's a mesa. It's a mesa. Whatever. Uh, you're a I'm, mesa. I'm from you're New a York. goddamn mesa. That's I'm what a your doctor mesa. told you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So now that he's been baptized in the Pacific. 
He can slap that shitty silver fish on the back of his Ro- silver Rolls Royce. God damn it. Rolls Royce, which he did. He would always rock the fucking goldfish. Oh, I hate I, the fish. Cars. I hate knowing that an ocean was ruined by that Kardashian. Like, <laughs> yeah. every time I go to the beach, it's just like, God damn it, a Kardashian's been in this. <laughs> so, the Jesus movement was really the brainchild of Reverend Chuck Smith. Um, and yeah. like as you kind of mentioned before, Tom, the goal was to lure in, the goal was to lure in uh, liberal hippies of the late '60s with a uh, fresh, new, conservative, evangelical Christian rock and roll take on the whole religion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a lot right. of cults started. That's um, and those that were not cults were just religious born agains. Yeah. So as they called as they called the Reverend Papa Chuck. Right. Would <laughs> no. preach in pe- preach in Hawaiian shirts and replace the whole church oh, organ no. with electric guitars. That's me. And oh, cool. That's, that's what yes, I do all the time. Tom. <laughs> I just haven't found Christ yet. Papa Tom, do me a favor and never find Christ. Stay cool. Alarming to hear. I got to really watch out. Make sure I don't become a religious leader. Yeah. So a uh, little Papa Chuck, uh, he's doing what Tom's doing. Pretty much Tom's modern day Papa Chuck. But he's doing all this shit. He's like, yeah, man, peace, love. We all love this shit. And, like, you could smoke weed and, like, have electric guitar. It's cool. The church likes it. Yeah, but, that's cool. But no sex before marriage. Homosexuals, homosexuals are terrible, Fuck and they're this. from Satan. And I'm going to predict some shit about the Armageddon that's going to happen in, like, five years. Hey, the psychopath. Yeah. We can't prove him wrong. Well, we're still here, so the yeah. Armageddon shit didn't. <laughs> we can prove him wrong. Well, I mean, past five years whatever. later, whatever. Yeah. So Chuck had a whole bunch of pastors that would help him spread the word. Uh, Kardashian's pastor, in, in specific, was named Ken Gullinson. He was Norwegian, oh. and he ran a church called the Vineyard Church. That's a very yuppie name for a church, and mm. his church was sp- filled with yuppies. So yeah, oh, I can't stand those. Well, that's what he I. Would all- that's what I want. If I was to become that religious leader, I don't want poor people there. I want what people who are going to donate for? shit because I need a new bench. I need a bush that's taller than the other bush that I want to replace. I need clothes. I need things. I need seven string guitars so I can go. Do you like corn? The band. <laughs> You understand? It, it makes sense. You want that's a great demographic, is all I'm getting at. Yeah. So not only that, he would hold special sermons for members only oh. in the backs of some of the hottest clubs in Sa- the San Fernando Valley, Brentwood, Beverly Hills, and Santa Monica. It's all just like very elite neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, members only. And his crowding achievement, actually was bringing the uh, Jewish professional mumbler, Bob Dylan, into the evangelical movement. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> so for a short little while, Bob Dylan was like, yeah, I'm born again. I don't know. Or it was like, I'm born again. So, all right. So Kardashian's getting indoctrinated into this Jesus club when he meets the woman that would forever change his life. Which, Jesus. Um, was the woman Jesus? Ooh, the woman was, yeah, it was Jesus, but he was tucking it in. Okay, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Radical. So here's where things get, excuse me, 
here's where things get very interesting because, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we usually roast dead people. Um, so uh-huh. uh, we're going to really dig hard into someone that's alive, and that is Robert's first wife. Um, and in her memoirs entitled Kardashian Confidential, Mortal Kombat style. Oh, it alliterates. Yeah. She with must a K have like, for confidential. Yeah, there must have been so much friction between the two brain cells for that to happen. <laughs> well, anyway, she refrains from mentioning any of the real names of the people that she cheated on or uh, was were involved in the affairs. Mm. Um, and she came up with like a different name. And this was, I'm sure, for legal reasons. But it's kind of stupid legal reasons because these men were well-known and had openly come out and said, like, yeah, this happened with their real name. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? So it's not like he's, they're hiding anything. The, yeah. Right? No doxing is happening. Yeah. So I'm going to take a page right out of the Kardashian confidential and refer to Robert's first wife as none other than Cunt Kardashian. Oh, spelled, to, with, spelled with a K, of to course. protect her oh. identity, of course, right? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so Cunt Kardashian's maiden name was Cunt Hunton. And she <laughs> so grew her up. entire name would be Cunt Cunt Hunton. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Cunt Hunton. Well, I mean, don't Google that last name, guys. Oh, or yeah. Kardashian at the same time, because then then you could be treading in hot water. You don't yeah. want to gossip, right? So she grew up in San Diego. Uh, right now, we're going to go back into her origin story because it's really the culmination of these two that make everything. So she grew up in San Diego in a lower middle class family. Her father walked out when she was young. Uh, but her childhood was nothing bad. It wasn't good. It was just normal, right? Sure. Nothing, nothing to report about. That's good, actually. By, yeah. by all accounts, that's good. Yeah. Normal is good. Right. You have, have a normal childhood. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. You, for that. you did. It. You yeah. You didn't get molested. You didn't get. <laughs> Uh, beat up by angry drunk dad drinking the finest Rolling Rocks. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good job. So the thing about Cunt was that she had a plan after graduating high school, and she needed to start in high school, of course, because you got when you're setting up when you're talking to your counselor in high school, you have to make sure you have a goal, right? Yeah, the counselor goes, "Hey, Cunt, what do you think about doing with your life?" <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you see, Cunt was very attractive. Uh, not overly, uh, but enough to grab the attention of men, especially older men. She had oh. to think for older men, right? Um, she never had a, boy- had, a, had a boyfriend in high school, uh, but she was saving her romance for the golf course. <laughs> Clever. Clever girl. Yeah. So mm. Cunt would be described best as a golf groupie. Huh. <laughs> Golf groupie, wow. I've never heard that. Yeah. Very... Sounds boring. Astute. Um, So she would hang around the country clubs and try to fuck the richest, most influential person on the green. Yeah. Take that back. The country club. Was that implied to you, Mike? Did you not infer that? I thought she was just hanging out. Like, it wasn't just playing golf. She was just like, you know... Uh, I don't think she's playing golf herself. She's (laughs) touching balls. Yeah, uh, she's washing balls on the green. (laughs) <laughs> so her local country club in San Diego was a place called Rancho La Casa. And it was a very shady one. This one was run by Mo Dalitz, who was known as the godfather of uh, Las Vegas. 
so huh. very conne- a very connected person with the family. You know, the Italian family. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amelia. Yeah, this was a this rancho was a place that was a haven for criminals across America. They'd make deals on the green. Right. And and Cunt is there practicing her pre high school diploma strokes uh-huh. for all these mafioso mafioso. I see what Fantastic, yes. So Cunt graduated in seventy three and her friend her and her friend decided to fly to Hawaii. Um, to go hop on the PGA Tour. Oh. That's where the oh, best nice. golfers are, right? Yeah, the longest, longest Richest strokes. Golfers. So there she is, 17 year old, years old, and she tries her strokes out on 28-year-old Cesar Sanudo, uh, mm. or as she refers to in her memoirs, Anthony, which has nothing to do with Caesar. And Caesar was literally like, yeah, this person was a bitch. Right, but she just called him Anthony. (laughs) Anthony, easy. So Caesar claimed that she uh, she told him she was 21, and to his defense, she probably did, and she looked very mature at age 17. I saw a few pictures. I'm like, yeah, okay. So Um, you're saying Caesar is a dirty pervert? (laughs) Yeah. Who who needs to be in jail forever? He needs to be fired to jail? Canceled life, canceled to jail. Okay, let's cancel that bitch to jail forever. So anyway, the two become a couple, Mm -hmm. and Cunt quickly moves into Caesar's L.A. apartment. Now, Caesar was an up-and-coming golf star and spent most of his time on tour around the world in the PGA, right? Mm -hmm. So this left Cunt all the time in the world to slut it up all over town. (laughs) Slut it up. Okay. (laughs) Hey, you dick down or you slut up, man. Yeah. Um, so I think she realized at some point that Caesar really didn't have that much money. He lived pretty modestly, <laughs> modestly. They lived in a condo. He had a kid already. Um, he slept in a hammock. He made it his own eggs every morning. It was one egg because, you know, you could get 12 in a pack. Why? Why splurge? Well, last year, like 12 days. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. He got free shoes. They all had spikes at the bottom of them. <laughs> Well, modesty was not a thing that Cunt had was particularly good at. Oh yeah, <laughs> gross. Who is this mystery woman? Dude, I'm not telling. Oh. Secret. Rude. She, I might secrets. have to look this up. You might have to look it up. Yeah. It starts with a K as well. No, no, I understand. I, no. I, 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 I <laughs> Mike, well, so, can you text me who it is? I don't know. Yeah. All right, cool. Travis, continue. So with Cunt in her late teens. She bumps into 30-year-old Robert Kardashian. Whoa. He's, she's, dating, she's dating Caesar at the moment, living in his house. Mm-hmm. Um, and they meet at the Del Mar Thoroughbred Club, a horse Whoa. club. Gross. Horse club? Horse club. There's a horse Tom, club? You, you love horses. No, I don't. I, well, <laughs> I just... Get a yes and. Well, uh, here, here's my yes and to you. Horses are for stupids. Dude, I love horses. No, What's no. wrong with horses? I don't like seeing I like, them I race. Think horses are cool. Look, I, like I, I, I don't. I don't hate horses. I don't think that they're that like. Ca- they're not cats, you know, but they're terrible. Wait, are you saying cats are worse than horses right now? Yeah, sir. Absolutely. Are we gonna have a fight, sir? Yes, we are. Come reach me, dude. You know I've been working out. You know dude, I'm buff as fuck at the moment. Come on that plane. I'll lift you up and I'll slam you if you come over here. 
I'm larger than you. You might be at a bottom stair, and I'll come falling down the stairs harder and hit you and kill you. I will move. Let's I will jump her. over you. I will do a kickflip. I will borrow Mike's kickflip. I will borrow a board that he gives me. <laughs> Tom, don't worry about it. My body takes up the entire end pass, so there's going to be no way for you to jump over me because guess what? I'm like the blob falling down the stairs, and you're dead. I'm like Indiana Jones. As Dude, you roll he... down the hallway, you're going to roll down the hallway, come <laughs> after me, scream about how oh. cats are good, and I'm going to go... I got a skateboard that Mike gave to me, and I'm escaping. Indiana Jones does not have In a Diana skateboard. Jones. He just doesn't have a skateboard. But if there's a if there's a old refrigerator nearby, I concede you might win. There might be. Moving that. on. I don't the like cats. Everyone else on. on the podcast likes cats. I don't like cats. So uh, horses are not great, but not as bad. Let's There's got to be a porno. There's got to be a so, porno entitled In Diana Jones. There is. There it's is. In Diana Jones in the Temple <laughs> of Poon. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yep. I thank you. Uh, uh, watch it later. It was a I little bit before that. Johnny Sins was performing, but I'm sure he's seen it. He studies. He studies. He's a <laughs> yes. He knows stu- the class. Studious man. <laughs> um. So <laughs> Kardashian. So <laughs> Please, I'd love to. Dang, how Johnny Sins. Kardashian was kind of the gaudy, flashy man of her dreams. He drove a Rolls Royce. He had a house in Beverly Hills. He wore Gucci loafers with two-inch lifts on them. And he looked like (laughs) Tony Orlando. Who's that? I don't know. Some guy in the 70s. He had a... Robert Kardashian in the 70s had long hair. Very hairy. Armenians are super Mm. hairy. John uh, Peters calling to the show. Yeah, right. Uh, like I'm talking about, like full bush on his chest. Like you couldn't see his nipples anymore. Hot. Kardashian hit her up with the panty dropping line, and here's the exact line. Let you go. You, you look exactly like a girl I used to go out with. Where do you live? What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting more, but I'm somehow not unimpressed. Dude, it's terrible. It's actually worked for me several times. It's so very I'm, to I the point. Though. I can't hate. Yeah, you look like you someone I, mean? I used to date. It's it's so to the point. If it fails, zero effort was put in, so it's just a wash. You know what I mean? If if I went to like my fucking like writer's desk and like you know came up with like a uh, uh, a a fucking pickup line for like nine weeks and it didn't work, that's a fucking tragedy. But because it's so simple, if it bound, if it didn't work, it was just like, all right, I'll use it on the next bitch behind. Yeah, well, here's the thing: it's like, okay, whatever. The, you look like a girl I used to go. Out with. But who walks up to someone you don't know and you're asking, "Where do you live?" That's the weird part in my mind. It's not weird, yeah. man. Back then, that's like everyone used to send each other letters. That's weird. No, they have yeah. phones. No, I used to send letters. <laughs> they have car phones. Maybe he send- wanted to stalk. There was Travis. actually so cunt actually plays a little hard to get, and she doesn't give. Robert, her phone number. So Robert is like hooked up and connected enough where she he talks to a friend that works as an operator and gets her phone number at the house. That's, that's at slimy. Caesar. Yeah, yeah. That Caesar owns. So he's like, literally, I'm gonna go to the system and like hack your system, and find your phone number. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's weird. Bad. This guy is a creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the whole sex before marriage thing hadn't really soaked in yet with uh, the born again Kardashian, because at this point he's born again. 
And soon the two of them were fucking all over town, usually ending up back at Caesar's condo right on his own bed while he was on tour. Um, oh. Great. Well, that's pretty normal for L.A. stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how they do. Yeah. Uh, um. So there was only one issue with Cunt and the fact that, like, you know, she's getting involved with Kardashian. And that was the fact that she was still involved with Caesar, right? Mm-hmm. And while she was getting that Armenian anal from Kardashian, she had to go to all these events with Caesar. Like, she went to the British Open. With a man who smelled like creamy, stuff. creamy dressing with a yeah. dash of anchovy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my. Yeah. How are we going to turn this story around? How are we going to make this a true love story of the L.A. types? So Robert asked, Card- uh, Robert asked Cunt to go to his housewarming party in his new Beverly Hills villa that he rented. But, oh, no, she has to go to the British Open. So Cunt stands up Kardashian and heads out on the trip to Caesar with Caesar to the British Open. Now, Caesar, you know, he's 20, 28 or so. He has a kid already. Oh, he no. Gets, he gets the bright idea to ask Cunt to marry him. So, of course, what can she say? She says, yes, the two of them get engaged in Gross. Britain. Wow. That's really great. I'm, I'm happy That's cute. for them. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Me too. A yeah. real, real good woman for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually leaves the the uh, British Open early so her hubby could get could concentrate on the tournament. She boards the plane in Europe and heads back to LAX, where Robert is waiting for her in his Rolls Royce with two dozen roses. Oh, that is also cute. Yeah, it's all just cute. If for somehow Caesar. Knew about it. That would be even <laughs> cuter. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, uh, Cunt jumps right into the arms of Kardashian and they whisk off to go bang somewhere in his new Beverly Hills pad. <laughs> so, in mm. Cunt's memoirs, she mentions that Caesar cheated on her. In reality, oh. and we know this through mentions that Caesar said, we you know, when she was calling him Anthony, Caesar was like, no, this is exactly what happened. He came home early one day expecting to find, you know, his soon-to-be wife there. But instead, he saw a hairy midget named Robert what? Kardashian what? wrist deep into his fiance in the master Ooh. bedroom. Wow, that's very, <laughs> very intense. Mm-hmm. Daring. Yeah. So she rolled up a shag carpet and stuck it inside of her. <laughs> I was thinking about one of those koosh balls. Right? Oh, you God. Those? <laughs> yeah, they felt those terrible. Smelled weird. They smelled weird. <laughs> That's like dry spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as Caesar, who usually was a very family-friendly guy, like a lot of his friends were like, I'd never heard this dude curse before. Like, he had a kid when he was young, right? He became dad mode super quick. Yeah. Uh, they said that he said this, right? I found the bitch in bed with the sleazy Armenian. I could have killed that motherfucker. And he nearly did. So Kardashian, who was never really a fighter, he was always like a bitch boy. Yeah, right? he like, is. Oh, yeah, don't yeah. touch me, my Gucci loafers. Oh, he's still wearing them mid-fuck? <laughs> probably. He's totally he's probably naked, of, just no, the loafers on. I would. Yeah, he's probably one of those people that fuck with socks on. They're weird. Hey. Oh, God. <laughs> Mike, keep your feet warm. Mike, you're my cousin, so don't get, don't get into it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, apparently he threw Robert Kardashian out the second story window. Yeah, it's while called defenestration. He, yeah, while he was putting his pants on. And then immediately turned to cunt and kicked all of her shit out. And there you go. Good. Rom Good. Romance is born. Robert and yeah. cunt Kardashian begin. Wow. Gorgeous. It's, it, it's amazing. This is this is a tell as old as time. <laughs> Something about a midget. <laughs> yeah, no, the way you described him there, uh, I couldn't imagine a more gross person. A a five foot two <laughs> hairy lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Who mm. wants to fuck your wife? <laughs> yeah, but he's suave though. He's got he's wearing Gucci. Yeah, but I don't know. I've seen guys with really dumb shoes on. They didn't make me want to fuck them. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Wait, those limited edition Nikes, you want to suck my nuts? What do you think Johnny Sins yeah. wears? Crocs? So uncomfortable. He's probably barefoot all the time. Yeah, I don't so think he for, wears yeah, shoes. For real traction. <laughs> all right, so we got to keep up the con actor. We want to get fucking sued. Do I want to just go skip back to what her name is? Whatever. It's all good. It's your call. I, yeah, I'm fine. I don't care. Who's the roast mortem lawyer? I know we have a doctor nutritionist. Is, is what Mike, am I Mike's again? our lawyer? I think Tommy. I think you're the lawyer. You're Jewish. Wait, I was, wait yeah, what? Jewish. Wait, was never I, go to jail. Who was the nutritionist? That was Travis. That's Travis. He was your yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I forget our roles. So yeah, I'll go with lawyer. Okay. From here on out, the rest of the audio heard in roast mortem podcast will be informational satire. Which means that you must decipher yourself. Could this be information that is entirely true? Or is it information that is maybe a little bit of just fun? Just just a bit of fun. Well, I'm just saying, blame Jerry Oppenheimer. He wrote the book. It's fine. I don't care. I would okay. love to get sued by a famous person. Me too. Because I don't so have I anything. So it would be a tremendous waste of their time. So cunt. Capital K. Cunt. Chris Kardashian. Yes. <laughs> If you didn't know, it's Chris Kardashian. Uh, yeah. With no, a K. I, I like the cunt bit, but let's, you know. All right. So Chris Kardashian uh, caught Robert at, well, Chris Hutton at this point. She caught Robert at a weird time in his life um, because he was just starting to sip that Jesus juice. And it was about to kick in. Um, so anyway, Robert... Um, I just like that deities have a kick-in phase, you know what I mean? You kind of got to go to church like two or three times before the Jesus really kicks in. When you say he's going through a weird time, immediately in my head I go, he's waiting to decide which dick he's going to cut off to see which one's weaker <laughs> so the other one weird. can really get big, you know, like yeah, a like fucking sunflower. Tom, that's that's a little bit of foreshadowing to uh, Chris Kardashian's second lover, but uh, well, you know. I mean that is a hilarious story. Of, <laughs> we'll get uh, into it of manly womanhood. Yeah, well, we'll get into it a little bit. Mm. But so anyway, he's in a weird moment, right? He's 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 getting his head around becoming this evangelical Christian, but he's like bragging about how good of a lay Chris Kardashian is. Like, oh yeah, she took my knob real good. I'm having uh, sex with a 17-year-old. I'm a hairy 40-year-old. Yeah, she's 17 years old, or 18 at this point. Just yeah. barely legal. Bare like, you know, we go to the porn sites, and it says barely legal. This is, like, barely legal, but you might get in trouble if you go to that website. <laughs> <laughs> so barely, barely legal. Yeah, barely, barely legal. Okay. Um, so Robert's walking around. He's spoiling his new teenage arm candy. They're fucking like rabbits. And... Chris's all whole MO 
that she set up with her guidance counselor in high school, I'm sure, was to marry rich and have six kids. Exactly six kids. What she did. She, this is what she laid out in her memoirs. I need to have six kids. That's crazy. I've accomplished my goals. Half dozen. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's what her vagina sounded like. <laughs> Walking down the stairs. <laughs> Robert. Or be cushion. Five, six. Please, uh, Robert, don't forget to get the hired work to take out the trash. <laughs> so Chris is living with Robert at this point in his Beverly Hills house. Um, then Robert's like, hey, um, instead of hitting the nightclubs, do you got you want to head over to this extra cool spot called the Vine Vineyard Church? Like, I know a guy, he like says some really cool things about oh. Jesus. Cool thing sayer. Yeah. Fantastic. So Robert brings his new girlfriend to church. And he's keeping his fingers crossed. Like, oh, I bet Chris is going to see the Lord of the light of the Lord. He's, she's going to go in the old Christian dunk tank and fucking see the light. <laughs> yeah, shove an apple into her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert's pastor, Ken, we talked about him, um, comes up comes up to him. He's like, hey, Robert. Um, I noticed you've been gloating to all the other members about how good it is to stick it in the 17-year-old pussy. Mm. Um, guess what? You're Christian now? And, like, I know we have rock and roll orgy people that, like, are here, oh, yeah. like Bob Dylan. But, like, it's not cool if you're living with this girl. And, like, you probably shouldn't be having sex because, like, sex before marriage is a sin. So come on. Come on. How did you not know? You dumbass. <laughs> How did you not know I was going to have this ass-backward talk about your penis? <laughs> yeah. Leave it out of there. <laughs> Leave it out of there. Leave it out. That's, what, that's on, Jesus' Jess. catchphrase. Leave it out. Leave it out of there. Sleep it out. Don't worry. Get married. Sleep have it out. six kids. Make your kids the best. So the, <laughs> <laughs> so the very next day, Robert asks, Chris, if she could get her own apartment, and said it wasn't God's will for them to live together. Oh. Now, this doesn't make her very happy, because uh, let's just say you can't call a leech without calling him a leech. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and if she wasn't attached to her victim, she couldn't bleed them dry of all their money. <laughs> right, so... How unfortunate. Yeah, so... This was not going to work up, work out. Mm -hmm. She moves into a little apartment, and eventually the two split up. Oh, no. But Chris was, wasn't ready to give up on her money fucking coin. Coin land. Oh, coin yeah. land. <laughs> coin <laughs> land. What the coin fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what are you <laughs> saying? Was that coin, off the cup? Coin zone. <laughs> coin zone. <laughs> yeah, Chris Kardashian, Chris Kardashian. Chris Kardashian. It's basically a little hairy Mario. She's <laughs> jumping. Get this coins. Jumping up. Mushrooms. Those are dicks. Up and down. Well, you know when Yoshi. I need a Yoshi to carry me because I'm a baby Mario. Well, here's, here's <laughs> the thing. Like, if you're playing Mario and you hit that block that just keeps shooting coins out, yeah. you're not going to move on until it stops shooting coins out. Of Good course. analogy. I, I am not going to even argue with that logic. I think that she knows what she's doing because she's from L.A. 
Yeah, so, all right. So Chris <laughs> becomes a stewardess on American Airlines. That was back when it was crazy glamorous to have that job. You had to have mm, big-ass right. titties. You had to be a certain weight. There was no, like, sexual discrimination thing that they have now. Like, you had to I be wish, a hot I honestly bitch. wish they still did that. I, I am... I am for men being able to do it, but they have to be homosexual men. Because we, I think those are some of the best stewards. Stewards, they're, they're great stewards. Yeah, they're they're a bunch of steward biggies or whatever. <laughs> but like the only people who are looking for sexual attention on a plane or uh, sexual eye candy are men in general. So you need you need mostly hot bitches, and you need a few gay men. Well, the gay men can relate to your wife when you're talking about tools. Oh yeah, so like the, the guy wife doesn't next care. To you, the, the women don't care. They're not there to be entertained on a plane. <laughs> they just they they're not. They like they think of it as like transport. Guys need tra- more entertainment. <laughs> so, so we have gay people who travel. They need to see these gay guys. It's great. I love it. Right. So Robert, <laughs> while you know they're on their little hiatus, Chris and Robert. Mm-hmm. He starts dating none other than Priscilla Presley, Elvis's oh. ex-wife. Wow, from wow. Naked Gun. Yeah, dude. This is great. Yeah, so Robert was a huge Elvis fan, and he was more than excited to talk about to his friends about how he's getting Elvis's sloppy seconds. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, like, he's religious, but then, like, when there's a new lady, he's like, I put my nuts inside of her mouth. Religion, what's that? <laughs> Priscilla was a little bit closer to Robert's age, and he thought, hey, this is good wife material. Like, I got to make her a wife. This is a wifey. Wife. White. Wifey wife. material. So Robert's like, let's settle down. I want to start a family. Priscilla wasn't that type of woman. I mean, she'd been with Elvis, right? Like, when you're with Elvis, you know what it's like to have a fat piece of shit lay on top yeah. of you. So you can deal with yeah. anything. <laughs> you know what yeah. fried banana sandwich breath smells like mid-coitus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Robert expected her to cook him breakfast, clean, do all those like menial 50s housewife tasks. Because he's like this like crusty old Armenian at this point. Like, right. Well, this is what we do in old country. You will clean. Get roaches out of my shoe. He's got a t- like Armenian. Jesus. There's a touch of Middle Eastern there. It's Eastern yeah. European. They got that fucking like I'm gonna take my shirt off all the time in the house. I'm gonna wear like no belt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I gotta have too much gold. We've all seen uh, Salt Bay. Like that man just oozes machismo, but I don't think he's the most progressive person. Where's he from? He's from Turkey, right? He's from Turkey, which is like where Armenia is, roughly. Oh, it's boy. like their neighbors. Well, Turkey killed all the Armenians yeah, yeah, in a genocide yeah. that they still, to this day, do not recognize. Well, yeah. So Neighbors. that's fun. But also, um, our Turkey isn't the prime exporter of entertainment, so no one knows that. So, um, anyway, Pr- uh, Priscilla Presley was not about getting involved. Like, he brought her to the church. She's like, I don't know about this. It's kind of creepy. You're weird. Uh, I'm not going to cook you breakfast. I hate cooking breakfast. Elvis had a kitchen <laughs> staff. That would make him this weird shit. Like, yeah. I didn't have to do this. So the hmm. two broke up a little bit over a year. Chris Kardashian Damn. swooped back in. She transferred to L.A. She was originally stationed out in New York with American Airlines. And she was like, nah, I'm going back to L.A. I'm going to get this dick and this money. <laughs> that mm. coin. 
Yeah, those coin days. Those yeah. coins. Those Kardashian yeah, Kardashian this coins was spelled with a K. Before, yeah, this is um this is pre Bitcoin, it's Dick Coin. <laughs> dick yeah. coin. Which is yeah. Okay. Tip coin. I like tip coin. So this time Chris smartened up and played ball. She's like, All right, we don't need to have sex, whatever. As long as I'm with you, I love you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um and there were many, many obvious hints. You know, her going to various L.A. jewelry places of her sizing up wedding rings. She's very, like, this is the one I want. You should get this one. It's great. Oh, hint, hint. Hint. Uh, so the two got, ma- uh, two, two, got, two got engaged and got married. Now, a Kardashian marriage was officiated nutter, nut, bleh. the Kardashian <laughs> marriage was officiated none other than Ken uh, Gillison. The pastor that I talked about. At, oh, okay. At the Westwood Westwood United Methodist Church. And this Congratulations. Mazel Tov. Yeah, this was one of those like Michael Bay produ- like production level of weddings, right? There was yeah. like a f- official camera crew there. You know, everyone's like, How are you paying for this robbery? He's like, I don't know. I'm not even really a good lawyer. Like I work at a firm. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so Tom was uh, his best best bro, and well, yeah, of course this this guy sounds like he doesn't have any friends. He well, probably had to pay his brother to be his best friend, best <laughs> yeah, man. Right? Well, one of his groomsmen was not other than the Juice, O.J. Simpson. All right, he's yeah. a really likable wow. guy. He really is a likable guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he seems friendly. Yeah, I would I would love to talk to that guy. Be on our show, O.J. Yeah, get OJ on. Yeah, we need more celebrity guests that we don't know. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like in person. Oh, well, wow. First time meeting. Well, thanks for calling into this this fucking show. Oh, thanks, Screech. Johnny Sins yeah, thanks, and Screech OJ for coming together. on the show. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We double book them. A Johnny Sins, <laughs> OJ Simpson show where we talk about some Spanish royalty from the 1600s that no one's ever heard of. That's got to be right. the best show ever. It could happen. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, the two of them are married. It's 1978. And already Robert's bank account is hemorrhaging from this like you know, royal <laughs> marriage Uh-oh. they had. Oh, yay. Good. So it didn't take long for a 23-year-old at this point, uh, Chris Kardashian, to start mm. popping out Hellspawn. The first was Courtney in 1979. Of oh, course, yeah. of course, spelled with a K. We know who she is. This is Mortal Kombat rules, right? Yeah, yeah, so, I like that. Yeah. So next was Kim in 1980. She's got a big butt. Uh, mm. Interesting about this is that yeah. she was conceived and named after Casa Kimberly, which was the drunken oh, yeah. love nest that Richard, that uh, Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton uh, would like have sex in and drink? Callback. Yeah. So basically, they were like, "This is where those two fucked. We're gonna name her Kim after where they fucked." Good. That's nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. Then in 1984 came Chloe. Now, <laughs> Chloe. Uh. Chloe looks nothing like her father. Weird. Interesting. Well, we're going to get into that. That's very weird. She look, doesn't look like a uh, Kardashian. Yeah, that's okay. That's like how Mia Farrow had that kid with Woody Allen that looked just <laughs> like Frank Sinatra. It happens. It's a yeah, very yeah. showbiz thing. And the last was none other than um, 
I would just say like like warm toast Rob Kardashian, who really hasn't done anything. Uh, he was born in in 1987, so she he's a year older than you and I, Tom. Wait, what? Isn't there one who's younger than us? Well, there's other ones, but not from this romance. That's from. So it stops at Rob with the original Chris Kardashian and uh, the OG Rob Kardashian. Kardashian. Yeah, very good. You know, I gotta say, this Rob fella, the youngest one, he looks retarded. <laughs> he does. How do you look this stupid? <laughs> <laughs> he does look pretty well, dumb. You have a lot of money. And this black China person looks even worse. She looks like a fucking Muppet. <laughs> She's got like that Muppet cheeks, like <laughs> like droopy jowls. No, it's not droopy jowls. It's like she's she's like a dark crystal character. Like, wait, I gotta look at black china. Hold on, hey, I'll, I'll, let me. I'll throw one in the post for you, so you, so you can know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, dude, oh no, God. hold on. I'm looking at her right now. She looks like she yeah. looks like dark crystal. Yeah, she looks like the dark crystal things. Yeah, like, what's with their face? I don't it's know. A square. Why? Why is your face is that? <laughs> <laughs> Why is your face is that? Oh, man. So this was Chris Kardashian's dream. She just wanted to be a rich mom. Or as she called it, momager. Like a, man no. a manager mom. Never, please. Oh, my God. That's much, much worse than women saying Target. Yeah, right. So um, it was her, her fucking... Goal in life that she would manage her circus monkeys of its children to later become a uh, hit reality TV series and, you know, all the sex tapes, all that shit. That was what she Yay. wanted all along. Nice. Right. Great. All right. This is fantastic. Okay. So yeah. we're going to go talk. We're, I just wanted to mention all the kids. Now we're going to talk about kind of this marriage and how it eats shit. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Okay. okay. So Chris was burning through Robert's money. Uh, once she bought a $3,000 belt, and Robert was like, $3,000 for a belt? Could you believe that? Who needs a $3,000 belt? Right, like a perfectly stable Armenian man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Robert, who hadn't practiced, at this point, you know, in the 80s, Robert hadn't practiced law for years now. He kind of got sick of that. He's like, I don't want to be a lawyer. Uh, mm. I, he's like one of those LA people that just do stuff like and make money, right? <laughs> right, right. I never really got that whole thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be any good at that. Yeah, so he tried to monopolize off his friend OJ Simpson and his fame, and uh, he teamed up with OJ and they started a clothing line, which which failed miserably. Mm. Then I, they, I'm oh. not surprised. <laughs> then they then they tried to make an OJ Simpson frozen yogurt. <laughs> Frozen yogurt chain. Oh, that's probably good. <laughs> a frozen yogurt? <laughs> yes. I don't remember. That. With like O.J. Yogurt. Simpson's face on it? Well, it was only in L.A. Like, they released it all around L.A. It was like, oh, uh, yeah, O.J.'s the juice. Come have the juice's cream. <laughs> right. Come kill your Come get the softest serve that I can throw. Was He, he was a quarterback. He was a receiver, correct? Yeah, he was a receiver. Receive my juice. There you go. Come. <laughs> Pack it with me. So Robert was one of those, I, I like to call them, talentless, uncreative venture capitalism. Capitalists. 
talentless, uncreative venture capitalists that just yeah, would right. that just would throw money at things, thinking that they oh. were some type of visionary, right? Yeah. Like yeah. if I just throw money at someone that has an idea, like all of a sudden I'm I'm the guru, I'm the guru, I'm the man. I did it. You got it right. Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, like to, to be fair. We have trained uh, our entire society to think that that is the right way to do things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think people should come up with their own ideas. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, his, so anyway, uh, Robert's next business venture was one that stuck. Um, this idea was... Well, OJ, boy. This idea was the idea of uh, K-Day programmer Bob Wilson, K-Day of the radio station. For those of okay. you that are in L.A., K-Day. K-K-D-A-Y. He's got a cream juice. Come on, put your face under his creamy juice. He's a juice man throwing things left and right. You ever seen the Naked Gun? You ever laugh at that? You could spit out something. Leslie Nielsen's hair is just like the cream of the juice. <laughs> yeah, so that's what Bob Wilson's doing. He's uh, he's the program director. He's like, K-Day, we are going to have a day. And I'm going to touch the day that you were born. I touched you the day I, you were born. And so he starts um, he starts something called Radio and Records, um, a company called Radio and Records. Basically, this was another billboard chart that was geared more as a resource for the music industry itself. So stuffy execs could look at this chart and see like, Oh, Michael Jackson, Mitchell Jackson and Metallica are doing great. We should get these jazzed youth a T-shirt. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. You get it? So, like, it's not something like Billboard where it's like, I, what can I listen to that's cool? It's more like old white guys being like... Brainwash. Yeah, old white guys being like, Michael Jackson's dick is hot right now. We should yeah. make it more Kids white. Kids love popcorn, and I have a microwave. <laughs> Let's see what we can sell. Yeah. So Kardashian claimed far too much credit than he deserved. He pretty much just threw money at Bob, who was like the music guy. But he made a very sizable return for his investment. That, you know, was good. He made some money. There you go. <laughs> good. Hey, man, can't shit on anyone for making money. Especially if the packing industry has gone south. Yeah. So coming out of this music-oriented win, uh, Robert Kardashian's like, I'm a music guy. I'm a music industry guru. Look at me. I'm the best. Touch my nipples. They're hard. Guru. And, and Nirvana's going to come out of them soon. Rob. Best Bob. That's the best. best Bob in the world, guys. <laughs> come on, guys. Look at Best Bob K-Day. <laughs> so he's like... I know music, and we're going to start a company, his own brainchild, right? His own brainchild, Movie Tunes. Oh, is that like hit clips? No. So this was pretty much a monthly cassette tape with <laughs> advertising on it that he would send to movie theaters, and they'd play it over the speakers while they waited for the movie to start. Oh, he's that guy. Yeah. That's where they made them monies? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you just listen to... Tupac Shaker and his new film, The Movies. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, you had three weeks to write this script. That's what you came up with for that line? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's it, dude. I know about movies and music, so I pretty much invented it. You know what? You don't cut a lot of corners, so I'm not going to bust your chops. (laughs) I can't bust your chops. So uh, this this, uh, wonderful thing, movie tunes, eventually it would kind of work when they integrated it with the screen. Because literally he's just sending out, like, mixtapes. Like that, you mm-hmm. send your girlfriend mm-hmm. to movie theaters, right? right? Like that doesn't That's work. Great. Like it's not gonna work. It doesn't mm-hmm. work in theaters. Well, yeah. actually, no. Okay, we're putting ourselves in the mindset of people who go to theaters three times, four times a year. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dimwits who go to movie theaters who load up on the sodas every time. And, well, they got to see uh, every Avenger movie that comes out every month. Right. right. It does work for them. Like, oh, I like this song, Mom. I heard it on radio. I forgot what the man said. Can you write it down on your smartphone? <laughs> so this movie tunes was a gi- gigantic flop. And this yeah. was mainly because Born Again, Robert Kardashian wasn't screening any of the tracks that he was pumping out on these cassette tapes. So some mom would bring little Timmy to see E.T., you know, the alien that hides in the closet and tells them, hey, check out this neat trick I do with my special finger. And N.W.A. would come on. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the fucking speakers. And this mom would be like, oh, don't worry. We're going to watch this movie about the alien in the closet. Don't listen to the black person yell at you. Yeah, groups, groups like NWA just throwing it out there, and then uh, yes, sheltered children. Right. I mean, this doesn't oh, doesn't it, mesh though. with the ET crowd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What straight out of Compton and ET don't you know mesh? <laughs> no, I don't think so, Mike. Maybe maybe your children will experience something different. But back then, there was a decency that was. Let's put it this way: stupid. There were prejudices. <laughs> Uh, Ronald yeah. Reagan, Many, Ronald Reagan right. was president. So I mean, maybe Robert was ahead of his time. He wasn't listening. To, I think more of like he just dumped money at someone that could make this happen that knew how to make a right. mixtape and didn't realize like, oh, guess what? Artists actually like express themselves and like they say bad words. And some yeah. mom from Michigan, Naughty words. Some mom from Michigan is gonna get upset. Yes, this is pre Miley Cyrus. Yeah. So anyway, this shit flops mainly because of that. Uh, but all the reason why Robert is making this money, he's being out there, he's like making, he's grinding, he's starting all these businesses, because he needed to make it for Chris Kardashian. She had to have 100% Coco Chanel ro- wardrobes. On heat. She had to have $300 lunches. And that's not an arbitrary number that I just pulled out of the hat. This was something her friend said. I wanted to go have, this was somebody she worked with at um, American Airlines. She was like, I wanted to go catch up with my friend, and then they handed me my portion of the bill, and it was $300. Oh, of course. Yeah, blame it on your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to their third child, Khloe Kardashian. As I mentioned, she looks nothing like her father at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And throughout her life, she has been kind of the brunt of jokes and harassment about it. Like, oh, you don't look like any of us. You kind of <laughs> look ethnic. Lol. That's not, that's not like what our dad looks like. He's a hairy Armenian. Mm, You're a okay. bald, beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't need to <laughs> shave your back hairs. Ha, I'm Kim Kardashian. Oh, my God. Great. Um, anyway, a DNA test had never been performed, and... In Robert's defense, I will say this: usually we don't talk good about our pa- our uh, our 
our roasts, but in his defense, mm-hmm. he pretty much knew that this child was not his, but he always stood with her saying like he doesn't care that this was probably another man's dick juice that created her. So of all mm. wow. good job, Rob. Yeah, right. Simp. Some, some, <laughs> yes, some simp. Talk. simp. Talk. So half credit, mm. I guess. So how did this marriage end? It's got everything like like an apple. Everything's born, raised, uh, reared, and then comes shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, put it in a pie and throw it out the window. Yeah. So, well, uh, Chris started to Chris Kardashian started to droop after blasting out all baby after baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she got a little bit jealous over O.J. Simpson's girlfriend, who got a new set of silicone knockers. <gasps> Whoa! Yeah. Wow, dude. Uh, so she demanded she demanded Robert <laughs> get her a new pair of boobies at the age of thirty-eight. Boobs. And uh, you know, there's another shit that she's like that he's hemorrhaging. And uh, with this new set, a year later, at the age of 39 years old, Chris Kardashian meets 23-year-old Todd Waterman, as she refers to in her diary, in her memoirs, calls him Ryan, for whatever reason. Mm. Sure. Todd Waterman? Yes. Not, not Waterboy, Waterman. You mean the, the animator from Anastasia? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I IMDb'd him right away very quickly. There's a guy who worked on Anastasia. Oh, the Disney animated movie that um, yeah. that glossed over the fact that the Russians completely anno- annihilated an entire family? Well, no, it's not a, it's not a Disney movie. But yes, <laughs> that's the gist. Okay. Perfect. Um, so, Todd Waterman. I mean, Fantasia. Yeah, so Todd Waterman, uh, as Chris put it in her memoirs, in quotes, I needed my freedom. I needed my independence. I had four kids, and I had not lived a life. Thanks, you're okay. an idiot. So also, <laughs> <laughs> well said. Yeah, also in her yeah. memoir, she mentions her sole ambition in life was to have six kids, and that she was a very good Christian. And what we're going to get into... I would not say it would be the height of Christian morals. I mean, I don't know. Christian morals are kind of fucked. It's like stone your neighbor, like fuck the goat. Kiss a boy. Fuck the goat that had sex Kill with your, your wife. Kill your son. Yeah, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. But whatever. Oh, yeah. So so it is the Todd Waterman who was the animator on... Wow. Really? Same guy, yeah. Same yeah. guy? Good on him. Fuck. God, we are such a goss magazine today. I know. This is... I, I feel like I've done two very gossipy people back to back doing uh kardashian and then also um elizabeth elizabeth taylor, elizabeth taylor yeah, and yeah. i am just so jonesing to get back into history this is not who i am i'm not a gossip i know boy. you're really you're really yeah, yeah. this is for the listens we need a new audience we need a younger sexier audience no i need an older 55 watches the history channel watches maybe about seven or eight shows on the hitler and aliens That's what I need. (laughs) You know, I gotta say something. I realized something about about um, History Channel and Ancient Aliens is that I watch Ancient Aliens like my dad watches sports. (laughs) (laughs) 
I am so invested every time I'm watching that show. I get in, I go, yes, that's true. The Russian Eye of this, the Brotherhood of the Dragon, yes. <laughs> and then as soon as they trip up a little bit, I'm like, yeah, you stupid. Well, come on, Tom. They're Georgios not- is not the craziest guy on that show, by the way. Okay. Yeah. The guy with the big hair, he is not the craziest well, guy. Tom, they're not yeah. tripping up. It's because they're owned partially by the Rothschilds. And the Rothschilds don't want all the truth to be out. They'll let you know about the aliens. They're not going to let you know about the lizard people. Well, we'll see about that because good find you. Fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway. Sorry, well, let's go back. So um, she's fucking this 23-year-old Todd Waterman Anastasia animator, apparently. I didn't know. Mm. Um, but at the moment, he is a on the soccer team for L.A. Heat. Um Okay. Yeah. So, Kardashian or uh, Chris Kardashian met gloats in her memoirs. This was wild, crazy sex that we had all the time, everywhere, Ooh. anywhere you could think of. Damn. Anywhere I can think of, like Mars. Yeah, they were. They were basically. You watch the Spice Girls music videos. They're doing it uh, all the places. Was that them in the background? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, he's on the L.A. heat, so he's got stamina, dude. He's 23-year-old. A 38-year-old who had been banging person who was he, 12 years older? Yeah, he's in about, his 40s now, like, pushing 50, somewhere around there. Right, mm. yeah, yeah. Like, the cum is, like... Crusty. Like, well, have you ever, like, gotten one of those, like, little rocks that's, like, a Japanese, like, thing where, like, the water kind of, like, pours over the sides gently? It's mm. relaxing? Yes. Like a nice, uh, smooth fall. That's what happens, is he would have sex with her, and he'd be like, hold on. And then she'd pull, he'd pull out, and he'd sit there and wait, and he'd watch it just dribble out <laughs> of the sides. Well, I gotta make sure you only have certain amount of kids. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I made this weird. But anyway, so, Chris, uh, she's fucking this dude everywhere. And so, Robert's next-door neighbor and childhood friend Larry Crane, we talked about him before, um, mm. He had a full gym in the basement of his house, and they li- they literally lived next to each other. It's like Tom, if you bought a house, or like Cody, if you bought a house, I'm like, I'm moving in next door. I'm gonna do some weird things. I like that. That's fine. Yeah, but I do. We should, I just, oh my god, we should make that a thing. Just have all. Let's houses. all live together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not together, we, just in houses next to each other. We'll be neighbors. We should be neighbors. Mike can live in my dog house, <laughs> and then the three of us could have houses. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. So, like, you can come in and use the bathroom, but only before eleven o'clock. God damn it! I want to shit outside. Yeah, shit outside. I'll, I'll leave you plenty of paper. It's post-COVID. I have toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Larry, uh, you know, he has this full gym, and uh, it wasn't anything out of the usual for Chris to go over and use the gym. You know, she's got silicone titties. You got to keep the muscle mass to keep the silicone right. intact. Um, you want to get, get hard. Yeah. So, yeah. So, one day, Larry walks down to get his swell on and sees Chris Kardashian's personal uh, trainer, personal trainer, Todd Waterman, practicing his lunges yeah. on his best friend's wife. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and, the, and the, one of the lead animators of <laughs> Stage. <laughs> yeah. He's animating on that pussy. He's staging. Staging that pussy. Uh, So Larry confronts both Chris and Robert. And Robert is in denial. He's like, 
Nah, you must have caught them like in the wrong moment. Maybe he's just stretching out her glutes. Yeah, that's it. You know, like maybe he's just yeah. like doing a little massage on them legs, you know? Dips. Doing the dips. <laughs> but later on that week, uh, Waterman, who had full access to the Kardashian tennis court, which they had a tennis court, um, he, Waterman mentions that he saw Robert Kardashian sitting on the second floor window, looking out, watching Waterman and his friend play tennis, yelling, Footfall! 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 So he was yelling at the guy who was porking his wife? Yeah, about a footfall. About fall. where his foot was? Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking Nancy. Yeah. Oh my god, I would have yeah. brought, I would have brought, if I was, if I was the lead animator of a Anastasia, I would have found every friend in the world to come over and bang his wife. <laughs> I'd help you out with that, man. Yeah, man, uh, Cody. I'd be proud look. to help you out. Hey, I'm the lead animator on Anastasia. Shut up, where's your wife? Yeah, come on, <laughs> that, come on down. Have sex with this man's wife. So, in his, sorry, I'm done. <laughs> He's done. So, being a good evangelical Christian and roughly connected to the Armenian mob, Card Robert Kardashian always was packing heat. He had about 15 guns. He's packing, Tom. Yeah, he's packing. Packing again. I miss that word. Pack. So he had about 15 guns that he kept uh, in various places of the house. And la oh, I want to. I want to like go into like one of those houses and just like you know rattle the fruit bowl and see like an <laughs> Uzi like flop out. And hmm. I, I want a roommate like that. You know what I mean? Where it's just like an Easter egg hunt, but it's just fucking glocks and stuff. No of fucking eggs. way do I want a roommate like that. I want a fucking. I don't want anyone like that. I want to be that. <laughs> oh, you want to be the guy hiding like a bazooka in like the broom closet and shit? Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want a fucking roommate like that because I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna fucking clean up the toaster the way he asked me to <laughs> with a grenade. You got to do yeah. it bravely and little. How much is rent? <laughs> Good point. Four. We M4 don't know. Machine guns. So, so Larry, his friend, Robert's friend, Larry, he's getting kind of right. nervous. He's he's like Robert. You got a lot of guns. And and Robert had made it clear that he was going to tail uh, his wife and their trainer around town. Mm. You're like, I don't know. It's probably not a good idea, dude. Because <laughs> mm. you're probably yeah. not going to like Watch what it. you see. I saw something happening on my fucking Bowflex downstairs. So it's funny. He's in denial about it, but then he's just like, but I'm going to make sure if I'm going to... I don't believe what you're saying happened but. in your gym, but... If I have to kill a bitch <laughs> and the lead animator of Ostage, <laughs> then I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. If you don't believe him, you don't tell him. So he believed it, and he was just like, no, I just bought those tits. I need them for like four more months. <laughs> Give me four more months of sucking on those rock pebbles. <laughs> yeah, so in a sense of ultimate divine karma, which is something that mm. Robert Kardashian didn't believe in. He's Christian. He doesn't know what Buddhist is. No. Um, he tailed Chris and Todd Waterman back to Todd's place. An apartment, by the way, that was fully furnished off a credit card in Robert Kardashian's name. <laughs> Chris had Chris had bought him like a new bed, new couch, all the shit. And she had left the receipts in the house. Like later he found the receipts. Like I don't know why you keep the receipts. Oh God. This is the best. But anyway... This is so L.A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he catches them in the act. 
And Todd and Chris Kardashian flee the apartment in Todd's Jeep. Tom, you're gonna like this because it's a Jeep. It's a Jeep. Wrangler. Yeah. So they so they were able to uh, escape because a Jeep can go more places than a Rolls Royce being driven by a man who doesn't know what a Rolls Royce is for. Well, they were able to escape, but not before Robert Kardashian could unleash his true ultimate yuppie rage. He had hit that Smash Brothers ball, right? Boom, 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 mm. boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Right, right. So while the Jeep was pulling out, Robert had reached into his golf club bag, pulled out a golf club, and smashed the side of the Jeep up. And his like, oh, you fucked my wife. And it basically left That's a not tiny, that bad. yeah, left a tiny little dent. And literally, Todd Waterman turned to Chris and was like, do you want me to get out there and fight him or something? And she's like, no, that's not worth it. Yeah. But the <laughs> really? Was, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, Do you wow. want me to fight your hairy troll man? <laughs> so the Jeep was cuckstruck. Yes. So there... <laughs> yeah, so a chase uh, ensued with... This was like a chase that, you know, was mentioned. I think the police might have got involved. Robert's not black, so he didn't die or get arrested. But, like, Robert chased the two of them in his Rolls Royce... And um, eventually just gave up. But this is kind of uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny because it's a little bit of foreshadowing to his old pal OJ, who is not in fact white. Yeah, and would have a uh, police chase happen. <laughs> mm. I remember that. Well, not as it happened, but I do remember that. After the Todd thing and this yuppie rage of, I mean, he's not really even a yuppie at this point. I keep saying yuppie, but he's not young. He's old. Yeah, but he's a cocksacker. He's a cocksacker. Um, So the marriage was over. Todd, uh, the lead animator from Anastasia, kind of freaked, (laughs) kind of freaked out a little bit about this whole like midlife crisis thing that the woman he was nailing and giving rim jobs to. Um, So he he fled to London. He was like, "I'm done with this shit. I don't want to deal with this." Yeah, I guess he came back to animate. No one cares about animators. I know that. So the divorce went surprisingly smooth at first. Even though Chris was a little bit shocked, she didn't realize that this would affect her children or her marriage or her spending. She's like, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. The kids kids are crying? Little Kim Kardashian's crying? Hmm. Weird. Weird. So during... during, So sorry. So, uh, So due to the kids... Robert and Chris continued to live together during the whole divorce in the Beverly Hills place. Robert was all full of doom and gloom, right? He's just sitting there moping, like, can't believe this stupid cunt. Cunt Kardashian. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Fuck. Uh, and Chris Kardashian was throwing these, uh, you know, gallivanting, throwing these, like, huge pool parties for the kids, having all the moms over, showing off her bikini, you know, with her new fake titties. Yeah, having a good old time. While the guests would see Robert harumphing in front of a massive oil painting of the Kardashian family that he had commissioned a few years earlier. I'm sure, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. That that Mm -hmm. would really bother you. If I commissioned a $20,000 painting of my family, then my wife left and took my house and the goddamn painting. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I would pay $40,000 to have it struck in half. Yes. So, things became a little bit too much for Robert when Chris started hooking up with Olympic Trent, with Olympic (laughs) Trantiator, with Olympic (laughs) Olympic champion, 
Bruce, Bruce oh. Jenner. Bruce. Yeah, the Bruce. Oh my Caitlin. God, what a hero! Now, now known as Caitlyn Jenner. Well, yeah, uh, hey, good for him. You know, yeah, her. Good for her. That he turned to pussy. Something I don't know. Is there a joke <laughs> to be made there? Yes, there is. Maybe <laughs> I don't know if I have the patience to do it. So I don't want to be like uh, called out by the community. I'm going to refer to. Caitlyn as Bruce because we're talking about the past when he had a penis and we was filling Chris Kardashian up with his man cream, his Olympian man. Right, right. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. Bruce and Chris became a couple quickly. Uh, both of them were divorced single parents, and both of them craved attention, a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, once you get put on a box of Wheaties, yeah, right. You. You want yeah. to be on more boxes of uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, like me. I hope one yeah. day I will be on I want to be on a box of something. I want to be on a box of butter. <laughs> I want to be next. I want to be that's, underneath. That's up there. I want to be up upside down brunch. underneath the Land O'Lakes, bitch. Dude. Like, I love your tan skin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just want to have my legs, like, because you know she's kneeling. Like, my legs are out to the back of her underneath her skirt. So Robert, who was socially distancing in the house with Chris Kardashian, he eventually just couldn't deal with it anymore. And he said, well, you know, all right, Chris, you can have the house for six months until you find a place to live. Like, I'll go get her apartment or something. And the day after he said that and moved out, Bruce, his kids, and Bruce's parents moved into Robert Kardashian's Beverly Hills home. Mm. <laughs> nice. That's how you do yeah. it. He's moving right in. And take some notes. So after yeah. after the six months went past, uh, Chris and Bruce had to leave, but they trashed the place, leaving holes in the wall and shit everywhere. For Robert, he was already just like a mopey ass boy, come back Wait, and be like, what? Oh my god, what do they do to this place? Are they fucking the walls? Were <laughs> they fucking in the walls? Like some kind of trans-dimensional beings just up in this bitch? Yeah. So nine months after Chris met Bruce, they married in 1991. Uh, Chris would eventually blast out Kendall and Kylie Jenner before Bruce decided, you know what? Oh. My penis has done enough damage to the collective Shh. culture of the human race. I'm going to slice yeah, okay. that off and become Caitlyn. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, taking one for the team. Yeah, yeah right? Definitely. I mean, I mean, Kendall, well, you know, I say that and it's kind of mean. It's kind of aggressive because Kendall can stop a protest with a Pepsi. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't believe how progressive this family yeah. is. Weird. It's insane. It's Genetic. insane what this family has done. <laughs> so where does this leave our sap Robert Kardashian? Well, he moped around for a little bit, just screaming, Why? Why, Bruce? Why, Bruce? You won the medal for our country. Oh, right. man. Uh, then he met up with his old pal, Ken Gillinson, the, his pastor, right? And his pastor introduced him to recently widowed Denise Shakarian. Why does everything sound like a fucking alien? Right, so... The Kardashian, Shakarian. Excuse me, Cody, it's pronounced Armenian, <laughs> not uh, alien. So I have a... Sorry, that was the Asian list fucking up the L and the O. Yeah, of course, man. We, we're very tolerant. We're just like the Jenners. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just like, like him. him. So Kardashian instantly hit it up with Denise. 
There was something super comforting and super familiar about Denise. You smell uh, nice. Was it the fact that she was 32, which was two years younger than uh, uh, his old wife, uh, and had a huge fake rack? N- Maybe. No, no, it wasn't it. Oh, oh. Was, was it the her? fact that she was widowed to a man that she had only been married to a few months and met an untimely death and was now standing to make millions of dollars that she could rip away from the family? N- no, it wasn't that either. No? Oh. Was she a lazy boy? Was she the heir to the lazy boy family? Oh. Well, was it the fact that she was a fellow Armenian and Robert was longing for that good traditional Armenian uh-huh. wife? Huh? After dealing with the San Francisco trailer trash that he had for a decade. A little mm-hmm. closer. It it okay. was the fact that Denise was Robert's third cousin. Yeah, right. That's that familiar shit we're looking and for. And they they both knew it. It wasn't something that was like, a third cousin's a little removed, right? But it was like, oh, you're my third cousin? That makes me so hot. Wow, Yeah. yeah. It's called the the Armenian steeple marriage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So Robert helped Denise pry the inheritance from the family of her last husband by consulting her uh, using his expired law license. Some oh yeah, good. something that the bereaved father uh, family were able to call out, and in the end, Ro- Robert was like, "Oh, okay, I'll get a license. Whatever, it's cool. Fuck you guys. I'm a lawyer." <laughs> And when everything came to bout, Robert was was cruising around in a new Rolls Royce from the fresh corpse that had paid for his soon-to-be fiancé cousin's fake tits. (sighs) What a sentence. That's a good one, Travis. Thank you. You know, we've been doing this podcast for a while, and a lot of gross things that people do, but for some reason, that made me throw up in my (laughs) mouth a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So, as hard as it is to believe... There was a time where you could say the name Kardashian and people would be like, which Star Wars bounty hunter are you talking about? Is it the, liz- yeah. is it the lizard man or the one that looks like a mummy? I like that. <laughs> Nerd, Nerd joke. joke. Right? Uh, so right now, no one knew who the Kardashians were. I mean, Robert showed up a little bit in the news because of uh, Priscilla Presley back in the day. I mean, maybe some rag. Mm-hmm fucking picked up his name but like no one knew who the kardashians were Mm. but this would all Mm -hmm. change when robert's butt buddy and hero oj simpson stabbed his ex-wife nicole brown and her friend ron goldman uh to death and uh i'm sorry what yeah i i'm gonna say it's murder because that's what it was well dude he was acquitted yeah Uh, mm. you can't say that you must acquit if it does not fit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Travis, as the roast mortem lawyer of the evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I must ask you to say allegedly. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. Cease and desist. Allegedly stabbed to death Nicole Brown and Rod Goldman. Also, he's a very funny actor. Did you see Priscilla Presley and OJ Simpson? Oh my god! They're both in Naked Guns. <laughs> They're both in the guns. They're both guns. I love guns out. All three episodes. Right I there alongside Leslie Nielsen. OJ is just putting the gun together for like an hour. And it just keeps getting bigger. Yeah, that's the end of the third one. And he yeah. keeps doing it. Yeah. And the first one where he, the best injury scene ever. <laughs> you know, he walks in, he's got the pie on his face. He's like, oh, 
touching all the things, getting electrocuted and whatever before falling. That man who, who gave us so much joy allegedly killed his <laughs> wife yeah. and her bus boyfriend. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, sorry. Allegedly. I've no. been drinking for a while, so I don't Important know if I had shit. a point no, there. No, Tom, but... you filled in as my lawyer. I should say, allegedly, OJ stabbed a bitch. <laughs> yeah, OJ legendarily stabbed a <laughs> yeah. bitch. So, uh, Simpson would lead uh, the police on a chase, complete with uh, news helicopters flying over when he fled his house yeah. in a white Ford Bronco SUV. Bronco. Yes. I always wanted one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love those cars. Yeah, me too. They're cool. What are those yeah. things top right? out at? Eight miles per hour? Something like that. I don't know. You, you're, That's you're, why that you might chase get, was so slow. You might, if you're really cruising without any brakes whatsoever, get eight miles a gallon. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you mm, have to club yeah. seals out of your car while you're moving in order for it to go. You're basically using yeah. the, the <laughs> clubbing as a propulsion. Right, which is every reason as to why I want one. <laughs> so when he did this stunt, he left a letter, uh, you know, defending his innocence to his friend, his ex business partner, uh, the man who he was the be- the groomsman to, none other than attorney Robert Kardashian, and he was left with this letter to read it to the press. Wow. So at this point, he read the letter off, and Kardashian actually had to spell his name to members of the press corps, uh, which was how little we knew about the Kardashians. Like, you could probably, you know, if you went to any press guy and you're like, oh, the Kardashians are like, oh, that's how you spell. Like, I know how to spell banana. Of course. Kardashian. <laughs> Kardashian. <laughs> uh, I like how very, just slightly earlier than this, you, you made a joke that like oh Kardashian could be like a Star Wars bounty hunter, but it is in fact an actual Star Trek race. Did you know? Really, this? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a Kardashian race. It's with a C and two S's instead of a S H at the end of it. But there are Kardashians within the Star Trek universe. They're they're a, they play a heavy role in Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Because the Kardashian. I'm freaked planet. out. Tom knows about this. Oh, I love Deep Space Nine. It's one of the best. I love it. You're usually yelling at me for being a dork about knowing about Voltron too much. <laughs> Which is Tom with Kardashian lore. No, trust me, it's it's great. Yeah, the Kardashians. What a bunch of assholes. Well, what was the guy? Uh, the guy on Deep Space Nine who had the shop, the tailor shop, who oh, was the Kardashian, and everyone was like, eh, "I don't like him around here because the." Uh, you guys are nerds. You guys Fuck. should watch Disney's Star Wars. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck Ugh. Star Wars. Fuck it sideways. I don't care about it. And also, fuck a lot of Star Trek shit. I like Deep Space Nine. I like Next Generation. Everything yeah. else is kind of dumb. The original shit. Wait, you don't like the one that where they couldn't afford Angelina Jolie, but they got someone that kind of looked like Angelina Jolie, but with bigger tits to play Spock, but a female? Oh, yeah. That was... Um, Enterprise. Voyager. Voyager. It was Enterprise. No, it was Voyager. What are you talking about? Oh, it was right. Enterprise, the theme nerds. song. It's been a long way. It's like they basically had butt, oh, you mean butt di- rock as their... Oh, you talking about... Are you talking about Diana Troy? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Are you talking about Diana uh, Troy? Is that a porn star? Did she have a scene no, with John that's... Sims? The Betazoid. 
<laughs> All right, we're done. Yeah, let's, let's get back to reality. Let's <laughs> get to real okay. shit. I want reality TV. I don't want this fucking yeah. fantasy Whoops. TV. I need Johnny Sins. I need fucking Kardashians. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Real stuff. Whoops, there comes reality. All right, back to reality. So, the OJ trial was one of the biggest trials in the 1990s. I mean, it's probably the OJ trial, and then also, did our president get his dick sucked? Those two. Those are the big ones. 90s. All you gotta know if you're a lawyer, those are the two things that happen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Got um, it. Good point. So, uh, was he guilty? Was he innocent? OJ. I'm not talking about Bill. Uh, what? Guilt, I mean, you can see the evidence on Monica Lewinsky's face for Bill, but like, was he guilty? Was he innocent? Um, people were kind of fixated on the case. And there was a huge, distinct racial divide. So a lot of black people saw OJ as a successful black man, an inspirational football player, and there were droves of black people that showed up to OJ's Brentwood apartment with signs, all sorts of signs saying like, hey man, you, this is the white folk fucking you up. And OJ was pissed about that. He actually, so all these black folks in the white neighborhood, OJ angrily asked one of his white friends, hey, what are all these N-words doing in Brentwood? He Michael Jordan. Yeah, no, uh, OJ had been hanging out with the Kardashians and like had basically tried to like distance himself from anything that was black at this point. So it was kind of ironic Mm. because, you know. All right, so Kardashian, Rob Kardashian, in a true mobster family mentality, blindly supported his friend OJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was his lawyer, um, but Robert's friends, even his brother and ex-felon, Tom Kardashian, begged him not to take OJ as a client. They knew, if there was huh. anyone that knew about how OJ could get violent with women that he had dated and married in the past, it would have been the two OG yuppies, the Kardashian brothers, that had both gotten sloppy drunk with him at the L.A. scene, right? Like, All right. Fucking excuse me. A legendarily violent with women. A legendarily. A legendarily. A legendarily. Well, no. That's not not even allegedly. Like, like there's there's been documented cases of him giving black eyes and shit to his girlfriends. And this mainly came from a Kardashian source. So they just looked past that and were like, oh, legendarily, he smacked the shit out of his girlfriends. But like, a oh, legendarily, that knife, that glove is not the right size for this man's hand. Well, you know what the trick is? He stabbed her with his feet. Yeah. Johnny Sim style. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. Uh, Didn't see it coming. <laughs> so as the trial went on, Kardashian, Robert Kardashian couldn't help but see the signs that his buddy, the juice... Probably I axed his probably iced his ex-wife. Um, mm-hmm. OJ actually tried hiding a gun in the Kardashian house that Robert found under Chloe's bed. Wow, what what good friends you gotta be? I gotta say, if anyone here, especially Mike, tried asking me to hide a gun for him, I'd just be under like, your no. daughter's bed. He was like thirteen. No, why, why do you think I'd, I'd especially ha- Mike? To hide a gun. Especially Mike. Well, I would hide a Tried gun. Tried hiding a gun. I would hide a gun for any of you guys. Really? I don't hide. Yeah. Give me your guns. 
Tom just takes it. Serial numbers of mine. Yeah, Tom just takes it and holds me up for like my wallet and like I'll hide your gun. Yeah, give me that gun. I wanna. I got opinions. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Robert stuck by his best friend. He prayed for him as a good Christian did, but in his Christian heart, no. he knew mm, OJ allegedly, probably allegedly, stabbed his wife. Uh, so okay. a, few a few times, times. yeah. Um, so there was another thing that was interesting about this case. And that mm-hmm. was a woman named Sean Chapman. A woman named Sean. Well, thank God right. we have a we have a we have a woman named Bruce as well in yeah. this story. So Sean Chapman was oh. a black attorney that was assisting Johnny Cochran in OJ's race card defense. Mm-hmm. Now, at the time, Robert was um, engaged to Denise, but he left Denise on the wayside. Um, Denise was, they were actually engaged for six years. I think Robert was wrestling with the fact that, this is my cousin. I could fuck her, but I can't marry her. Yeah, wrestling with his cousin. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, with his penis. So Robert proved that you can be racist, even if your best friend, O.J. Simpson, is black. When When he dropped Sean like hot rocks, stating that he would never marry Sean because of her race. Apparently, apparently, Robert thought it was okay to fuck black chips, chicks, but he could never get serious with one. Mm. Oh, he's a scumbag. Yeah, um, but I mean, we're talking about a racist Arma- Armenian sleazebag. Yeah, here, so. yeah. I mean, he's, he, he's very. He's got a pretty low standard going into this. I mean, like a lot of the people that I roast that we bring in here, uh, we can at least say they did something cool. He's got none yeah. of that. No. Even mm. Lord Byron was like, at least he wrote up poetry. <laughs> this guy did nothing. Po- yeah. Dude, but he knows music, Tom. He knows music. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He I knows O.J. Simpson, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's a so, nice guy. So after the trial, O.J. <laughs> got off the hook somehow, even regardless of the bloody glove. Mm. And Robert Kardashian was alone yet again because he had already been like, Sean, uh, sorry, you're black. I know it's fun to have sex, but I don't like you. <laughs> Such uh, what? Uh, what a complicated man! Such a complex character, honestly embodying the duality of mankind. The two pieces being racist shit, <laughs> and the other piece being like, "Hey, let me crack off a little bit of that, though." Yeah, right. Hmm. Um. Hmm. So, not long after he met a recently widowed woman woman named Janice Lynn Ashley. Um, Now, this time, both of them were about the same age. Robert was 55, and Jan was 51. So, okay, cool. You're actually marrying within your generation. Mm. Nice. That's great. Mm -hmm. Fine. Jan's claim to fame was that she was Miss Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1966. Wow. I mean... That's something to be proud about. (laughs) Yeah, Mike, not? you you have fallen into better accomplishments than that <laughs> by accident. Yeah, but she won something. How many people win things in their lives? You know. Uh, what are you doing, wrestling yeah. Cheetos over there? Uh, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert, at this point, had no real work to do any of these days. I mean, he was essentially retired. Oh, good. Um, but he'd still get up and pretend to do work. 
you know, that's what you do when that's you're what, tired. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. So Jan ended up being a complete bitch. And uh, <laughs> so the second they were married, she went into Robert's um, Beverly Hills apartment and saw Robert's Doberman. Mm. Robert always had a thing for Doberman pinchers. He loved the dog of the Nazis. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> wow, the dog of the Nazis wasn't a German shepherd? No, pincers, dude. Okay. Um, so this dog had been with him for over a decade now, and it had been with him through some really hard times, right? He had lost his wife, and it was truly like a man's best friend, right? Like, you know, you can mm. relate to your dog. He was a dog, dude. Yeah, right? all right, like, fine, whatever. I love this dog. Well, uh, what's and, not to like? What's not to like about this dog? And so Jan was like, uh, "You gotta get rid of this this fucking dog. I hate it." And in true bitch boy fashion, Rob got rid of it. He said he gave it to his cousin, or maybe he used one of his fifteen guns. I don't know, but it was gone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. So only after a few months of marriage, Kardashian wanted to get the marriage annulled. And came up with some bullshit shit reason about how she wanted kids, but she couldn't have kids because she was too old. I don't know. Whatever. They broke up. Okay. okay. So next up, uh, Robert met Ellen Pearson. And with that, would somebody like to ask me the question? Oh. Uh, can I? Sure. Yeah. How did Ellen Pearson kill Robert <laughs> Kardashian? Ellen Pearson did not do anything allegedly. allegedly. She just made his his last minutes terrible. She <laughs> made the last bowl of oatmeal he'd ever try out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in 2003, shortly after meeting Ellen, Robert found out that he had esophageal cancer. Oh, that's a bad mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that is uh, oh, no. a pretty terrible way to go. Um, so Robert was on his way out. <laughs> but How yeah, casual, but yeah. I'm a head out. Not long after he found out he had this cancer, Ellen was like, "Oh, I gotta sneak this in." They got married. Oh, uh, that sounds like right. a Leopold episode. Where yeah, like, one of those. I need the bennies. I need. I need to get, them. get that money. Yeah, gotta get that money. Get that cheddar can't die just yet. Yeah. Um, that might have been a little bit hard for uh, Robert to swallow. Because of the cancer! Because <laughs> he was dying! He had an unfathomable pain in his neck every time he moved. <laughs> Die, bitch! <laughs> so, Ellen proceeded to make all of Robert's lifelong friends, people like Larry Crane, who had literally his next-door neighbor, she had prevented all of them from seeing this dying man. She's like, nope, this is my dude. Don't disturb him. He's dying. I need his money. Uh, <laughs> like, imagine if one of you guys, like, God forbid, we're knock like... on the woods. Yeah, knock on wood. We're like, hey, um, I'm not going to live. And then some idiot was like, well, you can't see your friend. Your dying friend. Your dying friend. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Over my dead body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so because of her shared children, cunt Kardashian oh. swooped right back in for some pity points. She was allowed in. Ellen was like, alright, you're, you know, you have kids with this guy, you can come in. And Chris proceeded on licking the tears off the emaciated Robert's 
last goodbyes with her his entitled brats. Did she mm. actually lick the tears off that dead man's face? I would imagine. She probably needed more salt. I think her silicone, you need salt for them to like stick to your chest. Yeah, but they, they're on the ocean. Mm. It's very easy. Okay. Sure. So on September 30th, 2003, five months before his 60th birthday, Robert kicked the bucket and passed his idiot. Never heard that. Well, yeah. I got to say, um, Travis, surprised you went with going this far into tabloid hell. Dude, it was a challenge. You're a soldier. Let me tell you. You're a soldier. Let me tell you. This was hard. I like history. I like important people. And Robert Kardashian was not important at all. No. No, the world <laughs> could have done without a Robert Kardashian. Makes like, me wonder why we're here right now. Well, yeah. like, as, a, as an archaeologist, right, like, you know, uh, you, you dig around and you're seeing, like, what... Did people in this time period live like, and what? Who were the important figures? But what did they live like? Robert Kardashian is neither. Like he's not what people live like, and he's also not important. He's just a waste of space. Yeah. So mm. I just would just like take everything that this guy owned and put it into a pyre and burn it, <laughs> <laughs> including his children. Yeah. There you go. So before yeah. before we end the episode, I have a little bit of postmortem. I'm not. Obviously, go, we're go not going to go. Yeah, we're not going to go into his children because this is not what's happening. Well, those people are alive, and yeah. also they're terrible. So, um, if you care about them, I don't know how you got here. I thought you yeah, made a so, noun. Or like, oh, those people are terribles. Oh, this is yes. Well, this they is, are terribles. Let's. This use is that. also where you, this is also where you could say those people with like a capital T and capital those P people. Those people. I mean, think about Kardashians. Many, Kardashians. Think about how many thoughts have been developed. Yeah, by right. these folks going down to the thought yeah, thanks. farm. So, yeah. um, okay, so we <laughs> all know thanks that. Thanks for Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. all. So we all know, thanks to the uh, brainchild of Ryan Seacrest, in 2007. The Kardashians came out with the Keeping Up the Kardashians reality TV Whoa. show. Downfall of human civilization. Wow. Yeah, literally Ryan Seacrest was went around to like, he had an audition. It was like, do you make X amount of money? And can I make a reality TV show out of you? And Chris Kardashian, Chris Kardashian up the ante by, so the same year that uh, Robert died, Kim Kardashian had an infamous, infamous sex tape made with uh, rapper Ray J. Um, Love that one. Oh, yeah, back weird. in 2000, 2003. Uh, so it was probably, it's terrible quality. I've seen it. It looked like a bunch of pixels moving around yeah. together. Mike, out of uh, 69, what did he give it? This is good quality on, on a Pornhub. Dude, it's not, it's not, John, it's not Jonathan Sims. That's yes, it's not Johnson's. Well, look, it's not Jonathan's. I, mean, <sighs> I I don't get this fascination with like celebrity sex tapes. I never have because pornography is fantastic. Regular, yeah. regular non-celebrity, right? Shit. Johnson's is a good example. I don't need to know that someone performed somewhere else to make it hot. You know? Yeah. So no, it's very strange you. to me. That that like uh, the I've watched the for example the Paris Hilton sex tape. You see the well, Hulk Hogan one? 
I've seen the whole Hogan one. That one's great. That one's a top That's notch. Funny. But be, but because he's the performer, you know. Yeah. But the Paris Hilton one, she's like a cardboard box. Like I don't need she's Right. So here's the thing, it's like so so Kim had made the sex tape the same year that his fa like her father was dying and she was like, Ray J, let's record ourselves fucking because I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Um, That's nice. Yeah, yeah. So they had done that. Yeah. They had done that in two thousand three. And Chris Kardashian intentionally leaked this sex tape. Allegedly. This is I'm gonna use allegedly here. Well to her mom having her sex tape. So it's not even that Kim leaked it, but then like her mom leaks it. Yeah. Right. And mom Kim leaked. had been hanging out with Paris Hilton, and Paris Hilton had had a bump in her popularity because of the sex tape. So Chris was approached by Ryan Seacrest to do the show. And Chris was like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. And then all of a sudden, the sex tape comes out. So it was almost like, let's get the sex tape out there to get our names out more. And she she used Kardashian, not Jenner, because at the time she was married to Jenner. But she used Kardashian because Kardashian was still in the pop culture ethos because of the whole OJ culture. Whole OJ issue. What's also disgusting is Chris Kardashian um, has explicitly made it clear that she is very Christian, right? Like oh. she, she aligns with the Christian right. Look at that. And she has actually put forward that she, because of our our noble leader, great leader, uh, the best America we've ever done. Yeah, yeah, the she, great white hope. Yeah, um, she thinks that she can run for president. Oh. Oh, she has that. she has said that because of Don Donnie Boy, I have enough sway to become president. You know what, dude? A, she's not fucking wrong. She's the fucking woman we deserve. Oh, yeah, man. right. Mm-hmm. Sure. So anyway, I'm gonna end this with something beautiful that Kim said. Kim Kardashian, the butt, the Kanye West boy, <laughs> Kanye West butt. Yeah, uh, the Kanye West butt. Something beautiful that she said at her father's funeral in 2003. Oh, I'm ready. On her drive to the graveyard, um, she said this to a friend. She said, I saw a beautiful rainbow of seagulls flying over her car on the Ventura freeway, and she knew her father was with her. (laughs) Through trash She saw a bunch of fucking trash eagles. And she asked my dad... Yeah, but that is the woman truly meant for the voice of a generation. Yeah. But that, my friends, is a story for another day. Hopefully soon. Oh. <laughs> Let's get that cease and desist up in this bitch. I want yeah. it. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's it, I guess. Mm. Travis, Thanks for thank taking you. that. Yeah, taking one for the hey, team. Thanks, Travis. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for, for researching that. And, but also, there's a part of me that goes, thanks for wasting my time. Dude, it's a constant. Yeah, it's, I read this oh, book, and I'm like, why did you even bother writing this book? Oh, it's what a terrible. Yeah. And honestly, Jerry Oppenheimer, thank you for providing fucking research, but like, goddamn, dude, find another hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up bowling. Yeah. Like, Start podcasting, know. motherfucker. Yeah, be like one of us. Fail the right way. He also wrote a book on the Hilton, so I'm like, Oh, All right. Geez, uh, well, that yeah, guy's yeah. just looking for uh, uh, he's looking for clicks in the, yeah. in the in a world that doesn't do much clicking. He might be the owner of BuzzFeed, but you know, that's a trusted news source. 
Let me look up this fat piece of shit. Oh, All right, God. so that so that is my hot goss. I am so excited to get back to history. Yeah, with important people. Yeah, unfortunately, I think my next episode is also going to be hot goss because I got a fat ass book on a historical figure, but I don't know if I'm gonna have time to finish it. Uh, well, you know what, man, you do your best. You do you. Well, mm-hmm. we've had we've had a few people ask us to do a Kardashian, and literally, this was really? the only. Yes, this is the only Kardashian we've been able to do because uh, right. he died of uh, sucking too many dicks through his throat, esophageal cancer. Ah, uh. I like how we were like, "Oh, that's a bad way to go," and then we immediately make a joke about going that way. Dude, it's a terrible way to go. Couldn't swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Cody, how about you take us out again? All right. Thank you for hanging in there with us. That was uh, Kardashian dregs of humanity. Fun. Robert, say the name. Say his name. Say his very important historical. I didn't mean mean it that way. I was thinking of Fight Club. I was thinking. No, I was thinking of Fight Club, not the not the other thing that's happening recently. I was thinking of Meatloaf dying. Uh, okay, sure. That guy. God damn it. <laughs> Kardashian, thanks for hanging in. Robert Kardashian, thank you for hanging in there with us. This has been a lovely episode. Uh, check our medias out, the social types. Click everywhere, do the things. Patreon.com slash Mortem. And while we're on that topic, a very lovely so- thank you to this episode's producer, a very generous man by the name of... Oh, is it Sean... Sean Bowrain, you are a knight in shining armor. Thank you for ponying up to the producer tier on Patreon. We love you. And uh, I think that's it, guys. It's another one of the books. We did, did it. We did, did another episode. Hard. G- hard. G- harder. 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 A little drunk tonight, aren't we? Dude, I got, I lost it. So thanks for everyone who were tolerating me. Thank you for putting up with me reading when I've had ten Bud Light seltzers. I am the true Post Malone of the show. Yeah. You have a good night. Yeah. Thank you, Shane. Everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Get us out. <laughs> Please tweet at us what I should have in cursive. Put tattooed on my face. made it to the end of the episode, and what? guess what? Um, we do obituary sometimes. Is this one of those sometimes? <laughs> this is one ah. of those sometimes. We have we have four different people that were nice <laughs> to us. Nice with money at us. More fathers should just do that. They don't need a friend. They don't need a cool dad. They just need um, money. A wallet. To throw at their children, and they yeah. will appreciate mm-hmm. that. As I always say, don't have a child unless you can send them to boarding school and never see them again. So You do uh, always say that, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, who is the first person, first Patreon 
to become dead. I'll do it. Can I go first? Let me go first. Yeah. First up, our amazing good friend, Nicole Walker, a.k.a. it's Nicole MFers on Twitter. Uh, she's also up in our Discord, as uh, patrons are allowed, and she is quite the silly person. And I love her. We love her. Uh, she posted one picture of her uh, dog stealing a roast mortem cast branded koozie from her. And uh, little did she know, uh, the dog didn't want that to be a chew toy. Uh, the dog, Nicole's dog, I don't know his or her name, but Nicole's dog is a secret roast mortem fanatic. It's weird. Dude, it's I self, love you dogs. Know what I mean? You know what I mean? So yeah. Nicole's like, what the fuck is my dog doing with this uh, koozie if he's not using it for a fucking chew toy? So she follows the dog out into the woods, and lo and behold, the dog has amassed and assembled a roast mortem statuesque shrine. And it's got everything, somehow, from all of us, all four of us. There's belly button lint from Travis, taquito wrappers from Mike, uh, discarded <laughs> guitar strings from Tom, and uh, green shirts that I thought went missing in the fucking dryer are all in the shrine. Uh... <laughs> All right. Pictures of us and everything. Cody, up, I don't want to blow a hole in your reality. What? But What's that? Ever since I had this b- dirty hernia, I can't get belly button lint because it's a huge fucking bubble of organs where my belly button used to be. So that's probably where this goes wrong because the dog, <laughs> okay. the dog, uh, bows its head after placing the koozie mid altar and just starts yapping in fucking uh, satanic tongues, trying to summon uh, his own roast mortem. Beca- but because it's we now know faux belly button lint from Travis. Yeah, it was probably my schmegma instead. The, the fucking fuzzy. ritual. The fucking ritual goes all fucking pear-shaped and wrong. And it, instead of summoning, like, bizarro roast mortem cast, it summons uh, a Cerberus-type demon. And it's got three heads. It's got a Tom, Travis, and Cody head. And uh, Mike, where its balls would be hanging. And it's just like, yeah, fucking demonic, dirty-headed dog. Yeah. Nice balls, yeah. Very Johnny Sin-looking balls. (laughs) Yeah, very smooth. Demonic beast looks up in the sky and just lets a howl out and starts raining bloody shrimp. And in one bounding motion, it does a sick kickflip and crushes Nicole Walker. Rest in peace, Nicole Walker. (laughs) Your dog has amazing taste, though. Yeah, and also bloody shrimp from the sky. What is it? What did I die and go to heaven? <laughs> well, <laughs> you oh. try this ritual and see how it works out for you then. Now, that, cool. does that actually piece. kill us though? Did Nicole's dog actually kill us? No, it's nothing to do with us. The dog wanted to summon us, but it summoned like a, a, a demonic hell spawn version of us. We're in our respective couches, like just being like, "Oh, that's weird fucking weather we're having right now." Okay, station. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give it to you. I mean, the huge hole, another hole there. I mean, I don't sit on couches. I'm always busy. I only have office chairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> office chairs or bar stool. That's what yeah. Tom. Yeah. That's what Tom's throne is. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Mike, tell us about a person that you met on the internet that gives us money. Yeah. So uh, this guy's name or lady? I think it's a guy. Is, I think uh, it's a guy too, Mike. His name is Doug Adams. Yeah, I think that's a guy. <laughs> yeah, I met one so I female was, Doug, and it w- didn't go well. So, anyway. So, uh, I don't know too much about Doug. So I don't know his, his social media. I think he's an off-the-grid guy. Which, which I kind of respect. Security number. Yeah. So, uh, Doug is chilling, you know, doing Doug things, you know. <laughs> listening oh, yeah. to Roast Smart Home. And he's like, wow. 
So Doug's like, wow, I love the sound of Mike's voice. It's so amazing compared to everyone else's voice in the podcast that I would like to donate $1 billion to them right wow. away. <laughs> but Doug is reaching for his man purse where he trips down a flight of stairs into a hyperbolic time chamber. He then wakes up 2 million years into the future <laughs> and is thawed out by cyborg aliens from the Zeta Reticula solar system where his organs oh, are man. then harvested for scientific research. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Whoa. Wow. So it's all because of you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Murderer. You, you, you enchanted Doug. You were Doug's catcher in the rye. I guess so. I, I remember that book's about like prostitutes, right? Or fake prostitutes? No. Tommy Tomas, who's the next boy? Or someone? Well, I'm glad you asked, because next up is uh, a friend of the show, Bird. We all know Bird. Bird, yeah. Bird. Hey, Bird. Bird. Both Bird and Riley came down to my house one time. Uh, we had a... They're nice guys. I, yeah, they were here for a week in New York. These guys are travelers. And Bird is a... Um, he loves his history. Um, he possibly likes it more than our humor. But anyway, so you got Bird. Bird's a traveling man. He's... He's all over the states. Uh, he's been here. He's uh, he's a West Coast man himself. He's been everywhere, man. Right, exactly. So uh, along his travels, this is this is where the his, uh, the obituary part com- comes in. Everyone, okay. Um, <laughs> so he he's traveling. He's uh, he's going across these United States and seeing the places and going to all kinds of protests, uh, just doing his thing. Uh, where do where do you where do you go when you? When you're driving around and you need to stop to refuel, Waffle Houses. Thank you. So you, he goes to a so Waffle <laughs> House. Fucking duh. Got it. Right. So he hits up this Waffle House and uh, he gets a de- delicious, smothered and covered would be the way I- I'm predicting he likes his his hash brown. So he gets his smothered and covered and he leaves, but he forgets his coat. So he forgets Ooh, he his coat. Dude. He's got a nice coat. Um, he's driving down the highway. He realizes. He's forgotten his coat. Now, back at the Waffle House, there is a seven-foot-tall eagle that walks in and steals the cash <laughs> register. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and Bird is not called Bird because he doesn't look like a bird. He's called that because he looks like a bird. So, <laughs> perfect. this eagle makes off with this cash register, and then just a few minutes later, Bird comes in to get his jacket. Now, hey, the boy's like, got the boy's got a large wingspan. Yeah, exactly. he does. He really does. All the employees there are freaking out. They're like, "He's back for our taters now. He's gonna get us." <laughs> but of course, with any venture like this, you have to call the authorities. So the federal wildlife officers have been called <laughs> to take care of this bird. Yeah, okay, makes sense. So right, so Except so yes, yeah, uh, bird is picking up his jacket. He's about to leave, and now he's hands up. And they're like, freeze, federal fish and wildlife. (laughs) Do they do that to just animals? Yeah, they do it to every animal. Of course they do it to every animal. Uh, Yeah, so they put put Bird into a cage, and they rehab him, which means they just feed him berries for three months. (laughs) And uh, a mouse or two. And then at the end of that, they walk him out into the middle of Utah, and they try to let him go. Off a cliff. <laughs> but like any any federal worker, they're not listening to anyone talking. They're just operating mindlessly. So they <laughs> kick him out of the cage in the middle of a goddamn desert. Oh boy! And now we have a now we have a dead bird. My friend is dead now. Oh man! Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, now he gets now we have bird jerky because he dried out in the sun. 
rest in peace, when Bird. Yeah, R.I.P. Good homie. Let us know when you're coming back to New York. Yeah, yeah. again. Woo! All right, and our last person, we have our producer, first time. Holy fuck! Producer, Sean. Producer, Sean the producer. Sean. So since Sean is such a high roller, he's a high roller, right? He's a he's a yeah, he's up there. He's a man. He's done he's done a lot of intelligent things, like donate to our show. Uh huh. Very smart move. It's not it's not donating. It's pledging. You guys keep using that word donating. It's beyond that. All right. So he's like you know the science people of the world. They all get together and like this guy needs a TED talk. Straight yeah, up, yeah, yeah. dude needs a TED talk. He's smart. He gets he does this TED talk, and this is one of the biggest TED talks because all of America's CEOs are there. Like you know, we got uh, Bill Gates, Vince McMahon, Papa Jesse John, Eisenberg. Jesse Ventura. <laughs> there you go. Jesse Ventura is worth like forty thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, it's who, more than me. Dr. Coca-Cola, Dr. the Wendy's Coca-Cola. lady there, all the people. Her name that, is literally Wendy. No, it's all the people that own America. I mean, and they're, they're the listening. The big redhead. With, yeah. Wendy. I said Wendy's. They're listening yeah. with bated breath, sucking in every word that uh, Sean has to say because he's such a genius. Hot. Mm. Uh, so Sean's talking about how you make billions and millions. And uh, you can see the crowd's kind of fading a little bit. You know, Sean, love the guy. He's a genius. But maybe not the most riveting, right? But this might have been a trick because as the crowd's falling asleep, a red button appears on the stage and he slaps that shit. Oh, okay. Random button. All of a sudden, uh, cages come down around the audience oh, of, these, oh, of, no. these, of America's most famous CEOs. And at the top of the cage, there's a briefcase, probably like $2 trillion in there. All of a sudden, a, mo- a money in the bank situation starts happening. Well, why like, did they let wrestling. Vince McMahon in there to begin with? Well, here's the thing: you shouldn't have let Vince McMahon in because obviously oh, Vince McMahon is going to get the two trillion. It's fucking uh, he's, fixed. He's, he's mashing everyone. He climbs up that ladder. Uh, by that point, Sean is standing on top of the cage, pleasuring himself by eating <laughs> cheeseburgers and rubbing his nipples. That's what I Ooh. do. Uh, and Vince makes up there. He opens up the case. He's like, oh, my God, I got my millions. But this is how Vince stays so healthy and fit. Uh, he sucked all of the life force out of Sean. Oh, no. He goes right for the armpit. He puts you in, like, a sleeper hold and, like, his little vampire. vampire. Yeah. Sucks oh, him dry. Fuck. Sucks him yeah. dry. He's basically, like, a little, sh- like, what's left is, like, a Sean, like, skin. skin. Yeah. And the well. skin falls down into the pit, and Reggie, none other than Reggie from Nintendo, puts on Sean's skin and runs around saying, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> All right. Well, Sean, you and me both, man. Wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Sean. Fuck. Yes. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Rest Sean. in peace. Thank you, Sean. All right. Let's produce some movies later, Sean, with Sins. Let's get <laughs> Sins in there. Let's see what Sins wants to do. I got him on the line. All right, thanks for listening. <laughs> Danky dogs. Thank you.